okay, so my best movie is two different kind of movies because on my on my uh, in the movie theaters it was Finding Dory, right? Yeah. But on my cell phone it was Cream Pies because in Georgia like <laughs> pornography is <laughs> possible. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's a little bit of mixed bag there, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Dude, I like well, well, I you are all the way live. We need to hang out. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, it's all fish. You got fish in the movie. You got fish on my phone. You know what I mean? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying. <laughs> Converting earthy language into thrust. As you kneel before Azawa, Legend of Zelda's turned to dust. Podcasting from the future like your time was dead and gone. And we rock the best site like ComicsOnline.com. Level 12 cybernetics, vibranium power acts. You communicate with snail mail while we wireless adapt. We are more than easy eyes. We descend to blow your spot. You're a copy of better tech like your name was GoBots. You hoping for iTunes, but little noob, you in the danger zone. We're all the best leaders like Sepinter on his throne. Written by Stan the Man, don't you ever try to serve thee. New guys of this book like we were drawn by Jack Kirby. Hunger like Sinistar, consumer culture, then Galactus. Final Fantasy domination with our super geeky tactics. From the days of Marconi to Buffalo Loud and Best in City. You can hear us on every radio, Soviet and Vice City. From leaping tall builders to going off like Gamma Bombs. Switch your internet browser to comicsonline.com. Hello again and welcome to the Comics Online Podcast Season 17. This is episode, this is a special episode. This is our best of 2016 holiday spectacular. Every year we come back and tell you, hey, what we thought was best of the preceding year. And 2016 is no exception. Now, normally we have a bazillion people. Today, we've, we've pared things down a little bit. And we've got a, we've got a few special guests who have sent in their, uh, their submissions for the, the best things in comics, movies, TV, video games, and events. And uh, we're gonna, we're, we'll get to them first. Uh, but before that, let me introduce our, our cast. Uh, I'm your host, Kevin Goswan, as usual, uh, the, uh, the editor-in-chief of Comics Online. But also today, we have joining us, via the magic of Skype, from Geek World Radio in Los Angeles, California, we have Anna May. Hi. Um, so I'm from uh, Geek World. Um, we are a radio show, also YouTube channel. Um, and check out our website, geekworldradio.com. Um, check out our YouTube channel, Geek World Radio. Uh, we do awesome stuff with uh, comic books and video games and sci-fi and all sorts of pop culture nonsense um, and apparently tickling fetishes. So Yeah, yeah. we do. <laughs> I, got a, I got a feeling we're going to talk about that today for some yeah, reason. You I, know, have, I have a premonition. Uh, if you're lucky. I have a premonition. <laughs> And, uh, and, and and as always, we exist on the internet uh, by the good graces of FXBG Pirate Radio. We've got Eric Cluxon, EK the DJ. I, uh, I occasionally mess things up, just, uh, <laughs> put, just putting that out there. Um, sometimes I forget to turn volumes up. Uh. Just, uh, but, but the important thing is that by the time you listen to this, you won't notice. Hey, you know what's funny about this, though? <laughs> if you played the sad trombone for yourself right now, I think all would be forgiven. Yeah. Uh, okay. Some, uh, sorry, guys. It's been a bad year, 2016. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Last last broadcast of the year, and I had the sound turned on. It's amazing oh. how that works. All is absolutely forgiven. <laughs> yeah. Sad trombone <laughs> fixes it all. Hey, you know, it's been a really long time, but uh, all the way from Tbilisi, Georgia. That is not the one in America, but the <laughs> one in the Soviet Republic, formerly of, of Georgia. We've we've got Nomad returned to the United States at last. Wait, wait. I thought yes, I'm, I'm back in the house. I thought and I'm one of the I'm the dangerous thing on the planet. I'm a black man with a big dick and education. 
I thought he was still in Georgia. No, no. He's, he's back he, now? He, oh. Yeah, he's in San Diego oh, for the holidays. God. Okay. I, I, this whole time, I thought he was still in Georgia. I'm like, wow, we got somebody across the world right now. <laughs> Former pimp, washed up rapper, and, uh, and, and, and current professor of English. In- professor. Linguistics, no, linguistics. Linguistics. Uh, even better. Yeah. And evidently one porn star. <laughs> and we're we're glad to have you back. Uh, Nomad was was with us from from day one with the Comics Online podcast, and it is always a joy to have you back. Is that Nomad that does the rap in the beginning? Yeah, it's his. That, that's that's his song that he created for us. Nomad, we might have to talk to you about doing an updated version of that song, man. Yeah, man. Okay, I'm down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you got well, to get paid though. I didn't get paid, so you got like some some pussy, some uh, money. <laughs> I get you a whole bag full of, of uh, Jack in the Box tacos. Did you hear what Steve said? Steve was wow, he is a rapper. Yeah. <laughs> is this a little gas ass or grass kind of thing? Yeah. <laughs> well, the tacos will give you the gas, so there you go. There you go. Well, fuck that. I'm riding for free, y'all. <laughs> and once again, back, we, we've got my co-host, Mike Lunsford. Hello, everybody. Uh, since we're sh- giving the shout-outs here, um, check out Comics Online. It's pretty great. ComicsOnline.com. We do podcasts. We do articles. I've written a couple in the uh, last couple of weeks, um, just editorial-wise. Um, one where I take down uh, overzealous fanboys on Star Wars. That was fun. Um, nice. Yeah, where like people are like, um, well, Darth Vader killed all of these rebels in Rogue One, and then, then he's not. he's too tired to fight Obi-Wan? That doesn't make sense. Shut up. Like that was pretty much my that was right there in there like a sentence that was the whole article. So you should read it though because there's a lot more great stuff and I do really good captions on pictures as well. So check yeah, this out. Yeah, it does. Yeah, and, and and Mike, tell them about all the the podcasts we have going on the the, the Comics Online oh, Geek Pop Culture Network. We got a bunch, man. Um, we got this one, which is the Comics Online podcast. We've got Comics Online Pirate Radio. Uh, we'll come back to that one in just a second. We've got Less Than Three, which is our relationship show. Uh, we've got uh, Endless Sandwich, which is our food based podcast. Uh, we've got um, time lords. Time ah oh, time, time lords. lords. Where we Everybody go back. Loves time lords. We go back in time and we talk about awesome things geek pop culture related from various years. Our last one was 1993, so you should check that one out. Um, we also um, we talk sports from time to time. We talk music all the time. But more importantly, this is a great chance for me to segue here because the guy who helped find Pirate Radio with me it was originally GGR Pirate Radio. Uh, we've got him on today. His name is Steve Monick. Hi, that's what I do. If Mike's Lando Calrissian, I'm the little weird Neam Nub guy right beside him. <laughs> I just I just ride around in whatever ship he's piloting. And then you just laugh, like that weird laugh that he does? <laughs> oh, yeah. I do nothing to contribute. I just laugh and make rude comments in the background like, oh, shit, we're all going to die. But in a weird language, no one understands. That's good. <laughs> and, and with us to uh, you know to, to, to bookend this, uh, you know, along with anime, we've got a, we've got another radio star uh, to to class us up. We've got Ulysses Campbell. Why, thank you, Kevin. I appreciate that. Uh, very gracious of you to have me on the show. But uh, I want to put a fine point on this. Not only am I on the radio, but I also do television. Fantastic Forum started out as a TV show. And in fact, it is still a TV show. Uh, We are distributed through community media. We are on in New York and in Washington, D.C. and Baltimore, Maryland and Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. 
as well as a variety of other stations. And we recently added radio to the pantheon of things that Fantastic Forum does. Uh, we are on uh, WERA 96.7 FM in Arlington, Virginia, where you can listen to the show Saturdays at 4 p.m. And if you are not in the Arlington area, you can stream it via the website at WERA.FM or you can catch up with it on the Fantastic Forum website, which is FantasticForum.TV. Excellent. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And uh, so so as as per usual, every year we do our, our, our best of the, the previous year. This is our year in review holiday spectacular. and uh, Or spectac if you're Canadian. Right, right. Yeah, okay. Spectacular. Okay. Um, <laughs> and, and so, uh, and so, we had a few uh, people uh, write in. They, they they sent us their their top picks. Now it's been a long time since we've had Dune on the show, but Dune sent us in. You remember Dune, my original co-host and and uh, host of Dune reads Goosebumps. Well, here he is with his top picks for 2016. Heyo, this is Dune from Dune Reads Goosebumps, and more recently, Zach from How's That Thing on YouTube. My favorite comic of the year, well, I think I only bought one comic this whole year. So in that case, my favorite comic of the year was issue one of Doom Patrol. I read the few after, but I didn't technically purchase those ones. My favorite TV show is The Simpsons. The Simpsons is good again. Get off your high horse, it's enjoyable. My favorite movie of the year, note that I haven't seen the new Star Wars yet, is Moana. I saw it twice in theaters, which is the first time I've done that in years and years. It's just fantastic. I seriously think it's my favorite Disney movie. My favorite video game of the year, note that I only have a PlayStation 3 and my computer can't handle a lot, is Monkey Island 2, LeChuck's Revenge. I know I've been playing it since I was a child, but I still played it again this year as well. And my favorite event of 2016 is being a guest on the Comics Online 2016 wrap-up show. Whoa, yeah it is, Dune. <laughs> hey, uh, so that that was Dune's top picks for 2016, but you know who else we got? We have Stacy Taylor from Stacy's Pop Culture Parlor, all the way from England. Hi there, Comics Online folk. I'm Stacey from the monthly UK podcast, Stacey's Pop Culture Parlour, in which myself and a guest co-host ramble about all sorts of nonsense for like an hour and a half or so, depending on how much rambling we've got to do. Uh, and I'm joining Comics Online today to tell you what my top picks of stuff from 2016 was, ignoring, you know, the world at large and its terrifyingness. I'm going to talk to you about a bit about pop culture. Uh, the first one is uh, comics. And um, I've got to say, not a great year for comics for me because I tended to spend a lot of my time reading stuff that wasn't from this year. So I actually only had like a top seven of, of comics that actually started in 2016 and so my top was Jonesy which is a boombox comic from Sam Humphreys and Caitlin Rose Boyle. I'm not going to describe it to you because I know I'm going to do a terrible terrible job in that uh, it's an odd comic because it's absolutely ruddy fantastic but anything I say about it will make you think why on earth would I want to read that because it's about a girl at school who's got magical love powers and she can make people fall in love with stuff, whether that's each other or actual inanimate objects like, I don't know, donuts. The catch being that it doesn't work on her, unfortunately. 
And it's just amazing. The art is what really makes it pop. Caitlin Rose Boyle has this like sort of big, bold... Do you know what? Just go and buy it and look at it. I'm sure you'll uh, you'll thank me later. The next thing on my list to talk about was movies. Now, anybody who's ever heard my voice on the internet before will know that I am a massive, massive Deadpool fan girl. And um, the movie that came out this year was, like, just perfect. I think people might think I'm exaggerating, but I don't feel like I am when I say that Ryan Reynolds was possibly made for that part. He was absolutely fantastic. Loved everything about that film. It's just really funny and really action-packed and a bit gross in places and just, like, completely Deadpool. I saw it four times at the cinema. Uh, One time on Mother's Day, not with my mother. I had to text her to tell her I was going to be late for Mother's Day dinner because I went to see Deadpool. And I don't know if that says more about me than it does about the film, so let's move on. Telly-wise, it's been a good year. And I think I'm probably... (laughs) I'm probably not going to be the only one that says that Westworld just blew their mind. Uh, That programme was fantastic. I was a bit scared at first because my memory's a bit rubbish, uh, that it was going to be a bit hard for me to follow from week to week. But luckily it was a lot more intriguing than it was confusing. It looked gorgeous, absolutely looked gorgeous. Basically everybody in it was fantastic. Even Anthony Hopkins didn't annoy me and he regularly annoys me. Uh, Not personally, I don't know the guy, but you know. Uh, acting wise and the soundtrack is absolutely fantastic as well i can't give you a top game of the year because i'm a terrible terrible gamer in the sense that uh, i don't really play games and when i do it's usually something like uh tetris or zookeeper or something equally you know lame and puzzle based that doesn't require any real sort of skill you know, because games scare me, guys. They really do. But I did watch my husband play Uncharted 4 and I enjoyed watching him play that. So maybe I'll just say that, you know, that was good. It's like Indiana Jones, but even more attractive. <laughs> Convention-wise, like my typically top event of the year, and it has been for every year for like the last six years, is the Thought Bubble Comic Convention in Leeds. Absolutely bloody love that convention a bit nervous about next year because they've moved it to september from november so it might mean that i actually end up like i don't know bankrupting myself because usually i'm pretty careful in november with christmas on the horizon and stuff (laughs) so that could be really dangerous for my wallet but it's a great con they always have really fantastic guests everybody's really helpful especially the volunteers you know, Leeds is actually a really nice place. They have a big party on the Saturday and I love a good dance. Got very sweaty at the last party though. Need to work on my fitness levels uh, before this year. But anyway, if you want to hear more of the things that I've enjoyed in 2016, uh, along with the stuff that my husband enjoyed and things that my good buddy Phil enjoyed, you can go and listen to my Best of 2016 podcast. That's over at popcultureparlour.podbean.com or you can find me on iTunes or Stitcher. And if you want to, you can go and follow me at Stacey's Parlour on Twitter, where I'm usually rambling about something nerdy. And with that, hope you had a wicked Christmas and you have an absolutely amazing, brilliant new year. Here's to 2017 not sucking. Bye! I think her, her bye sells it. Like, bye, bye. You know, I, I <laughs> can listening. totally hear you guys talking under her. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, somebody needs to kill their mics or something. It was I, like, I, wow. I, did, I, had, I had them muted. Maybe mine wasn't muted. Who did you hear loudest? Uh, we're awful people. We're going to have Whoever's shaking that. the Tic Tacs, uh, that's who I heard loudest. Yeah. <laughs> no, that oh, you heard him too? <laughs> that wasn't us. Yeah. No, that wasn't us doing that. Like, we were muted. Yeah.
Oh, I think we were. All Skype right, ghosts. Yeah. Skype ghosts. Oh, that's hey, yo, Kevin. Yeah. Kevin, can I can I do my uh my comic book uh uh thing? Cause I I have to leave in a little bit because I have to eat some tacos. I'm back in San Diego. Well, you know what, man? <laughs> so why don't we do... let Why don't we let Nomad do all of his then? Since okay. he's got to go. Yeah, okay. Let's let, let's let you do go. all his. All right. Give me your comic, Nomad. Okay, so my comic book, like I, I said before with this recorder, is Saga. And I like Saga because of the four Fs. They fuck a lot, they fight a lot, and they are fucking awesome and fuck Trump. <laughs> all right. All like. Wow. Wow. All That's right. why I like Saga. All right, okay? so what's your, what, what's your best movie of 2016, Nomad? Okay, so my best movie is two different kind of movies because on my, on my, uh, in the movie theaters, it was Finding Dory. Right, yeah. but on my cell phone it was cream pies because in Georgia, like <laughs> pornography, <is possible. laughs> so, it's a little bit of mixed bag there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Dude, I like oh, well, I you are all the way live. We need to hang out. Or <laughs> I mean, come on, it's all fish. You got fish in the movie. You got fish on my phone. You know what I mean? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying. <laughs> no, Nomad will be on his way to uh, hopefully out, out here to uh, DC here before he goes back yeah. to Georgia. So. So that'll be good times. Yeah, Kevin said, he, Kevin said he got some bitches waiting when I get there, so it's gonna be a party. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, just like usual. <laughs> you know, hell yeah. You know, you know he be doing, he be doing that coke shit too, but I, I can't get down with the coke shit. Right, Kevin, <laughs> he's got a no matter. He's got a sex dungeon now in his new house too. You gotta check that out. Well, I don't know how much I like that, but <laughs> naturally. So, uh, oh, and, uh, so, yeah. so, so your 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 best TV show of the year, Nomad. Oh, my best TV show was not Luke Cage. Luke Cage is a fucking train wreck. I don't know who... What? Really? <laughs> yeah, it was awful. All right, what's it the was best like a one, black... It was like a fake black supplementation movie or something. I don't know what's going on, bro. I'm, look, I'm black, and it's, they played hip-hop, and I'm supposed to like it, and I did not like it. It was ridiculous. <laughs> it's like it's like the whitest or, or Chinese or, I don't know, fucking I- Indian guy made, made it for black people, and it just wasn't hidden home. It was the worst. It was racist as shit, and I'm pretty racist, so I know. <laughs> you, 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 have, you have been on the Jenny Jones show saying that you hate black people. <laughs> I'm not, that's and not that a joke, it's true. You, love my <laughs> you know, I, I, okay, um, I, I didn't love it, but I didn't feel exactly the way you did, and I've got to believe that maybe part of what was going on was you've spent too much time over there immersed in, in Georgia and uh, Russian <laughs> culture. <laughs> well, you know, I, where I was living is where white people actually come from. It's the uh, Caucasus Mountains. And, uh, and seriously, I'm not joking. No, you're that's not. No, you're absolutely correct. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, why they're called, so, like, that's why they're called the, Caucasians. I thought all the life Caucus on Mountains. Earth started in Africa. Well, yeah, but the white people started in the Caucasus Mountains. That's why all the girls there have flat asses because that's like where white people come from. So, like, there's no ass in anywhere in the country. There's big boobs, but the asses are all flat. Damn. It's crazy. Yeah, you know I mean, it ain't like California where the white girls got booty. Like some kind of fucking science experiment went wrong, and everybody got ass now. Like That's California, a thing. went wrong well, or went right, know, no man. It's it's not just California, and I I know oh, what you mean about that. No, it's not, dude. Yeah, both it's Steve, all over. Yeah, now. both it's, Steve it's and I can attest thing. to this. We worked um we work at a, a place in Virginia, and yeah. it was booty central all the time. Like Steve can back me up oh. on this one. I'm I'm down with that. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 no man, what's your best video game of 2016? Actually, my best video game was actually Fallout 4 because uh when I when, when things got bad in Tbilisi, like the electricity went out for like 3 days or like the the water was off for like 4 days or a week, I could like when it came back on, I could play Fallout 4 and be happy. <laughs> Cuz it was like the same kind of thing. Like the country looks like Fallout 4. 
and so I was in the video game. I, I, I feel you. I've been, you know, I've, I've been running around the com Commonwealth for the past uh, few months myself. <laughs> right, though? Yeah, So, man. But I, yeah, I like that. You know, there's actually another game called Cave Story. They, it came out years ago, but I just found out about it. It's like a little, uh, it fits on a floppy disk or something. It's like a free PC game. It's really awesome. It's like an old school RPG. I really like that. Excellent. So what uh, did you have a do you have a best event for 2016? A best event? Ah, uh, shit. Oh well, sex in Tbilisi. Oh, hey, hey, <laughs> All right. hey, 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 ho, 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 hold on a second. Yeah. Freaking newsflash. Debbie yeah. Reynolds is dead, man. What? That's uh, Prince Leah's husband, or mother. Yeah, right? mom, yeah, she had yeah. A, yeah, she had a stroke right after her daughter died. What? Yeah, but oh. yeah, but she's straight up dead oh, now. Jesus I mean, Christ, she man. was just she was just fucked up before. Now she's dead. Oh, God. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. I hate to be the one to tell you all this, but, you know. Yeah, why you got, why you got to deliver bad news when I'm talking about sex sport, bro? What's going on? Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm, man. I'm, sorry. He's trying to create a new know. weird fetish for someone to make a documentary about. Newsflash. Newsflash dead people, and then, boom. <laughs> then, then you light the dynamite, if you know what I'm talking about. Hey, no. thanks for joining us again, Nomad, and uh, hopefully yeah. we will see you in person soon. Yeah, we got to get you to do a new sure. uh, a new intro rap for us. I'm down. I love you guys. Comics is my, you know, I'm actually a, a, a professor of uh, linguistics, and so I'm actually super, super smart, but I'm also a super, super gangster. So there you go. What are you going to do? All right, man. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, right. thanks for coming on, man. All right. Peace, y'all. All right. So as we were, uh, as we were going through... Breaking news. Yeah. I hear Debbie Reynolds died, too. That, Yuli just, just dropped that on us. You just missed I'm that. I'm sorry. I was out of the room. <laughs> I thought you were going to say breaking news. We're off. not recording again. Uh, like, oh, oh. Did, did, did he mention the heat miser? Because the guy that did the voice of the heat miser died, too. Yeah, he's, I didn't fuck? mention that like, because like, he didn't die just now. But Quick, quick yeah, aside on that for a second, okay? Like, okay. The, Debbie Reynolds, that's, that's sad because her daughter just died. And Princess Leia was six, or Carrie Fisher was 60. So, untimely, like, not before yeah. her time. Yeah. But, like, the dude who wrote Watership Down was 96. And people are like, yeah. I'm so sad that he died. He was fucking 96. Yeah, he had a good like, run. He's probably happy to be dead. He's like, I'm so, I'm so tired of talking about that damn rabbit book. Just let me die. Oh. <laughs> I, I am ashamed I laughed at that. I don't, I, don't know, I don't know who to feel worse for. Like, on the one hand, Carrie Fisher passed away, right? Yeah. But she didn't have to suffer the loss of her mother. Yeah, but Carrie Fisher's mother, on the last day of her life, just lost her daughter. Dude, you know what's oh, crazy though? Oh, look, make no mistake. Yeah. What killed Debbie Reynolds was losing her daughter yesterday. Yeah, that was make no mistake. Yeah. That's and, like, crucial. She man. would still be alive if Carrie Fisher was still alive. That's just oh god, that's heartbreaking. Like, yeah. but like, that's just think crazy. about. Yeah, but she doesn't have to like. I mean, go th like go through the whole grieving process or anything either, though. You know what I mean? Like. She doesn't have to deal with that. I'm sure she got in quite a bit of grieving in that uh, yeah. last 36 hours. Yeah. Okay, just, guys. Guys, yeah. I was not prepared to talk about the best death of 2016. Uh, I, I totally didn't prepare for this. Uh, there were like 400 I, deaths of 2016. I, How well, could you no, not but, be prepared? But you know, I, and I, I'm sorry. I have to apologize to you because we have been so misogynistic on this, and it's the it yeah. was the dude from who was living in Georgia. Who started it? And he yeah. was talking about bitches and oh, his dick yeah. and all this. And I'm, I'm, you know, I ordinarily don't carry on like this <laughs> when lady present. And I, you know, it's just part of what's wrong with this country. 
It's why yeah, they did Yeah, part of what's wrong with this country is that you don't think of me as the lady dude that I am. I, I, think, I think of you as a lady dude. Right? Yeah, that's that's the whole point. Like, I'm no different. Well, okay, thank you. <laughs> I mean, I, I, because I don't, I like, I don't know yeah, you. I like foods, so, you know? You know? <laughs> well, that's convenient. <laughs> Yuli has been in the South long enough to know that um, there's a certain decorum that gentlemen should carry around ladies until a lady has stated that she is cool with boobs. So now we're good. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. There we go. All right. I thought you were going straight into the. Uh, did, you the want, did you want me to do the Southern gentleman voice? Because I could do that. Yeah, I thought here you were going to. Go. Here in the Virginia, in the Commonwealth of Virginia, uh, we find it best if we don't discuss boobs and titties with the ladies until <laughs> they first discuss, then making it okay for us to also discuss the titties. <laughs> well, thank you. Why, 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 why thank you, Colonel? <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, sorry, Admiral. <laughs> Admiral. <laughs> Admiral Cluxon, sir. <laughs> My fried chicken is delicious. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so oh. did anyone contact Hillary Swank for this? Uh, for this? Oh. <laughs> a, oh God, no! That's a whole other thing. <laughs> that's a whole other thing. So here we go. Getting it back around. Moving Bringing it back it around. around. Town. All right, comic Kevin, books. Get us out of here, ladies and gentlemen. Comic books. Best comic book of 2016. We're gonna go. We're gonna go through the through the people as if we hadn't done this already. Anna, <laughs> Anna, what's your yes. what's your favorite comic of 2016? Uh, so I have to go with Manifest Destiny. It's a uh, Skybound comic, so technically brought out by Image, um, and it's it's sort of a historical fiction following the the Lewis and Clark adventure through the U.S. Uh, as they're trying to sort of find their way. Uh, and instead of just you know normal stuff that you encounter like wild animals and stuff, it's monsters and mythological creatures and Sasquatch and all sorts of fun stuff like that. Uh, it's just, it's really cool. Usually I don't like historical fiction, so I was surprised that I enjoyed this as much as I did. Um, but, you know, fighting Bigfoots, come on. And, and Sakajui is a badass. So, yeah, she is. Check out Manifest Destiny because it's awesome. And there are several trades already out. This is, this is a continuing comic. Yeah. Um, so, Eric, you had a, you had a top. Uh, a top comic for 2016, didn't you? Yeah, Family Circus, Sunday Morning Papers. <laughs> oh, yeah, now I remember. All right. It's one cell, really easy to follow. It's yeah. it's hard to miss as long as you get the Sunday paper left behind on a table at the restaurant that you work at. Yeah. Um, seriously, though. Uh, oh, I've never, a what? If you work at a restaurant, <laughs> if you work at a restaurant that does a buffet-style breakfast, often Sunday mornings, papers will be left behind. Uh, What's that? What, what, wait, what's a newspaper? It's 2016, <laughs> dude. Do you mean in their iPad? Yes, yes. Yeah. People will occasionally leave their iPad behind. Uh, okay. In all, in all, now ser- I follow. In all seriousness, in all seriousness, though, I am a subscriber to Loot Crate, um, mm-hmm. and Loot Crate occasionally releases uh, special edition comics that they package in the Loot Crate each month. Uh, and I want to say my favorite of this year is the crossover comic, uh, Escape from New York meets Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, um, I think oh, it was Escape from Big Trouble nice. in Little China. It 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 was hilarious. Wait, and are there two are there two Kurt Russells? Yes. Yeah, there's that's Jack. fucking awesome. Oh, that Plistic, is so cool. Snake hey, dude, that's not what Jack you said the first version. time we went through this. Yeah, it, I know it's not what I said the first time we went through this. Uh, <laughs> but the listeners don't know Yuli. Thanks for I have, ruining the illusion. I, I have to make up for my jackassery, so I stepped my game up for the second go. Uh, Good job. <laughs> but uh, it's phenomenal. It's hilarious. Uh, if you're not a subscriber to Loot Crate, uh, I would suggest it. It's it's great collection of random geeky fun things every month. For and if a you want to subscribe, price. you can uh, go to, to Loot Crate. 
com slash comics online and, and uh, they'll give you some sort of deal. I'm not sure exactly what. Uh-huh. I, I signed up for us uh-huh. a really long time oh, ago. You did? Nice. <laughs> it's, but it's, it's, it's awesome. It really is. And, and it's hilarious. And if, if any of you haven't read it, I am glad to uh, let my copy be borrowed. Hooray! And, by the way, because of Loot Crate, I got a totally awesome reversible Daredevil slash Punisher uh, beanie from EK the DJ. I yeah. have an, By the way, before you leave, I have another Loot Crate gift for you. Oh, yes! By the way, that Jax has stolen that hat from me. Like, it's not even mine anymore. Uh, I'm certain Jax will steal this other he, gift he from put, you as well. He put the hat on and he was like, Dad, I like this hat. It's mine. And I was like, you son of a hey, bitch. Hey, Mike, for, for, for Hanukkah tonight, yep. I'm going to get you a bacon cheeseburger. Which is, which is wonderful. Like, <laughs> on so many levels. Is that, is that kosher? No, uh, and that's why it's great. It's, it's a kosher Cause, version. Because I'm only half Jewish, so it makes it even better. Um, so you only eat half the burger. The fries are, the fries are kosher. That's the important thing. I, it's the <laughs> other half that eats the burger is what it is. That's how there that works. There you go. Um, can I do my comics now? Yeah, do your comic, Mike. Okay. Um, so there were a lot of good comics that came out in 2016. I'm not a big comic reader in general, but a couple titles really brought me back. Um, I'm a huge Star Wars nerd. I love what they did with the Star Wars stuff. Yeah. The Darth Vader stuff was great. Uh, the... Star Wars self-titled one was, was fantastic, too. But Lando Calrissian was fucking badass, dude. His series by himself was just amazing. And it was my favorite of the Star Wars stuff. What was the general arc? Well, to describe just as, as vaguely as you possibly can, what so was the general arc? So imagine a heist movie okay. meets um, Gone in 60 Seconds, meets Fast and the Furious, meets Star Wars. I'm in. Lando ends up stealing a ship. But it's not just anybody's ship. It's Emperor Palpatine's ship. Oh shit! So oh, he's fuck. like, he's like, this is a pretty badass ship that I got. Oh shit! I need some Colt Forty Five right now. Like, I mean, it was, it was like one of those moments. It, it's just awesome. I can't tell you anymore. It's just, it's a badass series. Check it out. But more importantly, there's a scene in the Darth Vader one, and if you haven't read it, spoiler alert. But get up off your ass, man. The thing's been out for over a year. Um, where Vader finds out that Luke Skywalker is the one that blew up the Death Star because Boba Fett or Boba Fett, if you're an asshole. Um, yeah, that's you. We're correct. One or the other. <laughs> Whatever, you know. Um, he brings the news to Vader that it was the, the name of the pilot was Skywalker. And Vader has this awesome moment where he flashes back to Padme telling him that he's going to be a father. And, like, you just see him ball up his fist and you can just see the rage flowing. And, like, he, like, knocks people out of the way to go get to the Emperor to tell him how pissed off he is. And the Emperor's like, I can sense that your anger, Vader, and blah, 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 dark side. And, <laughs> and Vader's like, but that's how you want me, and this is our relationship. And that's like, bye, and, like, hangs up on him and goes away and just, like, clenches his fist and, like, blows out the window of the Star Destroyer in anger and is like, I will find you, Skywalker. And it finally ties that piece into how the fuck Vader knew that, that Skywalker was his name, was the guy that blew up the Death Star in Empire. So it's a really cool Ooh. tie-in. But my favorite comic book, they brought back something from my past. They brought back the Max. Like, the Max was nice. one of the first comic books that I loved when I was a kid. I remember they put the series on MTV. Like, it was just boner time. Like, I, as soon as I saw it. I liked it when <laughs> Zach and uh, Screech and the gang hung out there. That's yeah. a different Max. That's the Max. <laughs> like, because, you know, because they go to eat hamburgers at the Max and then they get gutted by a guy with giant claws on his hands wearing a purple mask. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's I can same, see it. It's a same good, show. It's a good crossover. Um, but they, they re released it. Uh, IDW does it. It's just fantastic stuff. Um, as Nomad mentioned, it's how women should be drawn, apparently, with big butts and boobs. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I agree with that, but, you know, hey, cool, whatever, man. Uh, <laughs> but also, too. Um, IDW, Mike, Mike Favola, one of our editors at Comics Online, hooked me up with his connect at IDW, got me an early copy of Who Killed Kurt Cobain, the story of Boda. Um, it's an incredible, 
graphic novel. Not a comic. It's a graphic novel. Like, because originally it was a book. And translated into art, it's, it's incredible. I'm a huge fan of Nirvana. Um, actually, being able to see this was just incredible. And if you're unfamiliar with the story, Boda was Kurt Cobain's imaginary friend when he was a kid. And in his suicide note, he actually addresses it to Boda. And the story is told through the perspective of Boda. Boda's there the entire time as their rise to fame. Uh, but more importantly, if you want to know more about it before you pick up a copy, which you definitely should, I did a review on Comics Online, which you can check out. Just go to comicsonline.com. You can type in who killed Kurt Cobain. It'll pop up my article. Read it. Definitely check it out. But those are my my favorite comic books. Sorry I did more than one. Ah, well. Yeah, hey, you know, you, you, you do enough. Eh, eh. Appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah, no problem. So, uh, so Steve. Best, yeah, that's me. Best comic of 2016, sir. Uh, I've really been enjoying the arc that's going on right now in Amazing Spider-Man, the the clone conspiracy. It uh, harkens back to the 90s Spider-Man clone saga that everyone fucking hates. But it's bringing some people back. It's doing some things to what Dan Slott's really good at is finding old tidbits and gems from the original runs of Spider-Man and then kind of adding them to the new story. And that's being done in spades right now. It's very good. I like Dan Slott a lot. Me too. Uh, in fact, uh, last year we we went so detailed into our our uh, best of 2015, or it might have even been the previous year, but where where I said um, even my my favorite writer, my favorite comics writer of the year was was Dan Slott, and wow. he's he's uh, he's really killing it when it comes to Spider-Man books. Um, so after Steve, we've got Ulysses. Maybe. If Ulysses Campbell. Ulysses Campbell. Paging Ulysses Campbell. Paging Mr. Herman. All right. Uh, we'll get back to you. He, 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 he's still here. Hmm? There he is. Hey, Uli. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, um, the audio has been coming in and out. Were you talking to me? I was. Yeah, give me, give me your, your, your I don't see comment. anyone else here. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I could have heard what you were saying. I I'm sorry. Hey, let's um, let's get your, your best comic of 2016, sir. I, uh, before I do that, I just wanted to ask uh, Mike a question um, because yes, you were talking about how badass the uh, Lando Calrissian series was. Yes. Um, did you um, have you seen? Uh, there's a, a trailer for a. Um, it's a short. It's called Black Star Warrior. Have you seen that? I'm looking it up right now. Ah, okay. I, I haven't uh, either. Black Star Warrior. Yes. Um, yeah. let's see. If, 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 yeah, if you liked Lando Calrissi in the comic book, you will love this trailer for Black Star Warrior. Who's it's, yeah, oh, I, I, I see it. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Here, let me, let me kill the, the music and we'll actually play it real quick since you mentioned it. Um, courtesy of YouTube, Black Star Warrior trailer. Um, let's do it. The baddest dude in the galaxy. Who's slicker than Superfly? Good yes. casino. Cooler than Captain Kirk. I'm Lando Calrissian. I'm the owner of this fine establishment, and who might you be? Cut the charm, Lando. The Black Star Warrior. <laughs> yes. That's who. Gambler. Smuggler. Scoundrel. Running his cons right under the nose of the Galactic Empire. I've got the cargo. I've got the connections. You, you've got the ship. Do 
Doing business with you is nothing but trouble. The Empire would be all over me like stink on a Wookiee. No offense. Trust me. I want to get that bastard who killed my father. I need your help. Help yourself. With all due respect, I don't think you realize who you're dealing with. He's just one man, Lieutenant. You give him way too much credit. No, gentlemen. He is dangerous. Calrissian must be destroyed. But when the man tries to shut him down... <laughs> Next time you hire a pilot to move cargo for you, make sure and hire one that won't dump it at the first sign of an Imperial cruiser. Land out Calrissian? Or under arrest. What charge? Think of something. Lando shuts the man up. Think about this. <laughs> Alright, I'll go ahead and stop it there. That's fucking, like that? that is wonderful. <laughs> that is outstanding. Like I, yeah, that's it's like it's like Luke, it's like Luke Cage meets Star Wars. Hey, in the in the black exploitation yes. style. I, I was cracking up when I saw that. that is Apparently it's a it's like a fifteen minute short. Yeah. Oh jeez. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was, wow. yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so, but to answer uh, yeah. Kevin's question about uh, comic books, all right, so you were asking me about my favorite comic of uh, 2016. Yes, sir. Okay, all right. So, um, I haven't been reading any of the uh, majors stuff. Um, I, I was really turned off by this whole uh, retread of the Secret Wars thing and um, this whole... Uh, redone universe over dc i just i i had had it i i've checked out on marvel and dc but i've been enjoying and in fact before i, I get here's one where i got a, an honorable mention before i get to uh, what was my favorite um a couple of honorable mentions from uh, image uh the uh the comic books that i do read uh the walking dead and invincible uh, of course both robert kirkman books uh, I love Robert Kirkman, uh, particularly Invincible. If you haven't seen that, it's uh, another spin on this whole what if Superman fill in the blank thing. In this case, it's what if Superman had a teenage son, but also represented the Kryptonian Empire. And the Kryptonians are actually uh, conquering uh, warlords who travel the galaxy taking over planet after planet. So it's a very interesting spin on this. But my favorite comic of the year was March, book three. Now this is actually a uh, limited series. This was the third in a series that's been coming out for the past couple of years, uh, based on the experiences during the American Civil Rights Movement of Congressman John Lewis. And it was co-written by his staffer, Andrew Iden, illustrated by Nate Powell. This is a very, very powerful and important graphic novel and uh, an important moment in American history that has now been brought to life for a whole new generation of people. And uh, I think it's wonderful that it has been so incredibly well-received and it was so wonderfully done. And uh, like I said, just a very powerful, powerful series uh, which concluded this year. Wow, nice, yeah. I'll have to check that There's out. There's been a couple of historical ones. There was one, um, crap, what was it called? It was the one, um, Troy was telling me about it. It's uh, set in the American Revolution. Mm. Um, and they're, they, you guys talked about it on the top five. Um, okay. And I cannot remember the name of it right now, and it's going to drive me nuts. But yeah, it's set in the American Revolution, and it's following like a uh, revolutionary um, guy who's like half Native American. He's going around like 
killing people with tomahawk and shit, which is always awesome. So, right on. Yep. Hmm. Based Can on I a Mel Gibson it? movie. Yes, based on a Mel Gibson movie. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, or you know, hey, well, The Patriot was an excellent movie. Don't even make jokes about settle that. Settle down. <laughs> are you talking about the Steven Seagal one? Or are you talking about the Mel Gibson? <laughs> <laughs> Mel Gibson. I was talking about the all Mel the above, one. asshole. <laughs> Re-released in 2016 on Blu-ray. <laughs> Don't think I'm gonna jump across this table and fight you. <laughs> Hey, The Patriot was actually a pretty good movie. Um, another you. one that I liked that was a period piece was um, A Last of the Mohicans. That's that's the, the jam. Kind of that is like yeah. my favorite historical one. Like just Daniel Day-Lewis running through the woods, killing people. Like that awesome soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I take yeah. The part where um, the one dude cut the uh, british guy's heart out and held yeah. it up i was he i was bugging off of that. and he told him and he told him too he's like i'm going to end you and end your line right here and you're like <laughs> oh know. shit yeah yeah <laughs> that is some badass shit to tell somebody before you cut their heart out and hold it up over them yeah Yeesh. yeah just cut bad. my heart out it's know, pretty badass so. yeah, don't 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 leave don't. the dong alone <laughs> just touch <laughs> don't touch the dong <laughs> <laughs> Probably just rip my heart out instead. Yeah, it's cool. Just, <laughs> the dog's okay though. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right good. Good, all right. good. We're fine then. All right. Um, did well, we get everybody? I'd have some trouble if, like, I mean, your dong is. You can't just cut that off and the guy hold it up. I mean, you know, your heart. Yeah, one thing, but like a guy's. <laughs> you know, that's that's a it's step like too far. It's like if you cut the heart out, the dong doesn't work anyway. So like, <laughs> why, why, why you got to do that, huh? That, that, that's insult. a step too far. It's insult like entry. you know, when we lose our princess, then oh my gosh. uh... Yuli has a. This is where Yuli breaks in with his uh, yeah. breaking news. Well, yeah, no, that was. Uh, he already gave that. In in this version? Yes, in this version. Oh god, that was like five minutes ago. What? <laughs> really? Do we do we need to get you your Alzheimer medicine? <laughs> eh? What's going on? Don't you remember? <laughs> When Don't I was a young boy, outside parody, was folks. nothing but orange groves. Don't orange you... groves as far as the eye could see. Have I told you that story? What's crazy is... About the orange groves? What's crazy is that I came in and I said... Uh, I came in and I brought yeah. up Debbie Reynolds, and Kevin, you're the one that corrected me. Wait saying, a minute. I thought that was before guys, the, the sound Guys, I can do down. a really, really awesome segue with this. <laughs> oh, my God. I can do an amazing segue with this. Do it. It's like we created a paradox, a time paradox, or a flashpoint. Oh. Which leads me into my favorite TV series of 2016. Wow, did you see that? Okay, that Holy just happened. Shit. That's what you did there. If you say that Flash, you're not allowed to come over anymore. It's an honorable flash, mention. Flash, 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 flash. <laughs> what do you got against the Flash? Um, what's the dude that plays uh, the guy in the wheelchair? Oh, uh, Tom Cavanaugh. I'm mad at him ever since Ed got canceled. Aww, I loved Ed. Yeah. Ed was such a great show. <laughs> Tom Cavanaugh is wonderful, and I'm so glad that every time they bring him, they like they're like, ah, we gotta send you back to your Earth. They're like, well, fuck, there's like 50 other Earths. Let's go find another one. Is, Jay, is it is it just me, or does time stop when he smiles? Oh yeah, yeah. I melt a little <laughs> I, bit every it's time. It's just you. <laughs> He's a sweet dude in person, right, is Anna? Really? What? Anna, you you know Tom Cavanaugh? <laughs> Haven't you interviewed Tom Cavanaugh? I don't think so. What? No. Nope. You haven't done nope. Flash at, at Comic-Con? All right, we got to cut Kevin off. No. I'm drinking, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm surprised. All right. Okay. Kevin, did you know <laughs> Debbie Reynolds died? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Steve, quit fucking up the timeline. Where am I at? I'm the this worst. doesn't look like my house. Um, But yeah, I think this is a great, way to, a great chance for us to segue into TV because I thought season two of The Flash was fucking awesome amazing it was it was incredible like the whole like first off when you've got tony todd doing the voice of your bad guy like yeah. it doesn't even matter what the story is because he's got such an awesome voice 
Like, I mean, he, he's he's the Candyman. Like, his voice, like, he, he could talk about anything. One he might be... say he's the Candyman, Candyman, Candyman. Oh, don't do that, man. Why would on. you do that? He's got a little kid in the house. What's wrong with you? <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, but like, juice. Beetlejuice. <laughs> Good like, job. Now, now, now we've got them fighting each other. Hasn't it's fine. 2016 done enough? <laughs> <laughs> Who would win in a fight, Candyman or Beetlejuice? I, I'd like to think that they would just fight it out in, in EK's yard. No, they would come together and be a, a like a, a villain team. Oh God! They would I they would stop fighting and be like baby. Oh my God! And make a baby. <laughs> wow! Wow! That's frightening. Um, the Flash season two I thought was was incredible. It's an honorable mention. Three? No, aren't we on three? We're into season three now, but okay. season two ended in 2016, which is why oh. it gets. Yeah, see what I did there. Yeah. Um, Daredevil. Keep up, Kevin. Sorry. Daredevil season two also gets an honorable mention. Mm. But I'm gonna blow everybody's mind because I'm not is gonna do it. Is it 2016? An... Yes, it ended in 2016. Okay. Yeah, there've only been two seasons yes. of Daredevil. All right, and don't blow my mind. I'm going non-nerd for my favorite show of TV. Wow. My favorite TV show of 2016. Uh, it was OJ Made in America, the ESPN documentary that they did. Now, I'm also gonna oh. tie this in. Yeah. Oh. Was, yes. Jay. I like to <laughs> myself with Mike's remarks there. It, it was incredible. You son of a bitch. It was. It and like steal I, my answer. I watch TV already a lot, and this blew my mind. The the people versus OJ was the thing that they did on FX. The the show with uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. Show me the money as OJ. That was good. This documentary was incredible. There was a scene. I ah, fuck. I you have to see this if you haven't seen it. I want to tell you about it because it's such an incredible scene. But you have to see it. There's a part where OJ and his lawyer, after the trial, because we all know he gets off, right? So they're yeah, sitting, does. they're sitting in his house, like sitting in the backyard, smoking weed, drinking a wait, beer, wait, wait. talking this about it. This is the it. FX one. No, this is this is the ESPN documentary, which you can get on ESPN on their app, okay. the Watch ESPN yeah, I, app. I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I've seen this. I'm trying okay. to remember the scene you're talking about. Please continue. OJ and his lawyer are sitting, or his agent, I'm sorry, they're sitting in his backyard at his Brentwood estate, smoking weed, drinking a beer. And he looks at OJ and he says, OJ, what happened that night with Nicole? You know what? Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it, I'm going to spoil it right now because it's that fucking good. He killed his wife. He looks at him and he says, you know, if it wasn't for that fucking dog and she didn't show up with the knife at the door, she'd still be alive. He fucking admitted it to his agent. And I remember watching this shit, and I was like, what? And, like, I had to wake my wife up. I was like, you got to watch this shit. And she was like, I know that he did it. And I was like, no, but he admitted ah, – never mind. Like, I was all mad because she wasn't excited as I was. Like, it's incredible. And, like, they show it from when he was badass motherfucker running over people at USC and then becomes the best running back in the NFL. And he has this rise and then his fall. Like, it's just an incredible documentary that if you haven't seen it, you need to take your time and you need to watch it. It's interesting that I had a documentary that I'm that I'm mentioning here because oh wait that was a movie wasn't it that was a movie so you're, you're yeah you're transitioning to the wrong I'm I appreciate it that's good good I'm trying good to try. no 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 but I mean but that that yeah. counts I mean it was a multi-part series yeah it was on TV yeah. 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 All right, well let's let's go let's go through TV next. You know yeah. I mean? Let's let's go and keep it in TV. Yeah. And let's uh, let's go back to the top of our list alphabetically. Anna, your best um, okay. best TV. Okay, so um, obviously Westworld was awesome, but yeah. you know, once again, that's already been talked about. Uh, so uh, I'm gonna go with Dirk Gently. Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. Um, Wait a minute, what is this? It was this? on a BBC America. It's yeah, it uh, based on the Douglas Adams books. Um, I know oh, I for people Douglas that Adams. love the I books, the characters aren't like the same as they are in the books. So 
you know, people were sort of upset about that. I, I have some friends that are like, I'm not going to watch it because it's the characters don't look like they should in the books. And I'm like, shut up. His stupid. stuff, his stuff um, never translates well to, to do, screen. Do they though. act yeah. like it though? The, the thing is that personality wise, like it's, it's, it's how it should be. And the, the show is just really fun. So even if you don't think that it aligns with the books enough, then just think of it as its own thing. Um, Cause it's, it was just really fun and really entertaining and, it's it's one of those short ones too because that's how BBC America rolls. So uh, yeah, and I mean it's just it's the the actors in it are fantastic and the characters are hilarious um, and just like watching watching the 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 mystery being solved by them not doing anything to solve the mystery is really funny. So season one is only six or eight episodes. I I have started yeah. watching this. And, and I am about three episodes in. I, you know, I, I, I really appreciate this show because I can fall in, fall asleep on that motherfucker like, bam, right now. <laughs> like if I'm like really, like I can't, like I'm like, oh, I can't sleep. Like back in the day, back in the day, you could bust out the latest Dragon magazine and bam, yeah. I'm out. Oh, but but oh. now I turn on, you know, the BBC America app. And, and start watching Dirk Gently, and bam, I'm out. And I'm not saying it's a bad show. It's actually a good show, and it's correct. But for <laughs> some reason, it, there are enough slow parts. <laughs> there, are lo- there are enough slow transitions to where I'm just like, out. Yeah, it is connected. Yeah, it yeah. is connected. And it, it, by the way, it is a very – I was unable to watch the – watch. I was unable to read the books back in the day when I was a, when I was a teenager. I, I tried to, to read Dirk Gently, the first one. But uh, I was unable to get through it. I just gave up on it and said, "Forget it." Yeah. But but the show is really entertaining. But for some reason, oh, it'll put put you out. So uh, I mean, you're I, mean, I got I gotta watch it now because I absolutely love Douglas Adams. The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is my favorite book of all time. Oh yeah. And like Anna was saying too, that they don't translate right. The the his books don't really translate well to the screen. And no. you saw that with the movie they did with Martin Freeman and Zoe Deschanel. Um, fucking Sam Rockwell was Zaphod Be- Beeblebrox, but like, I love Sam Rockwell. Yeah, I love. Yeah. Sam he, he played that role perfectly, but again, it's hard to so translate good. that book. There's so much to it. So, mm-hmm. either way, yeah. Let's. Um, you want to you want to do your TV, or should we give it to Steve let, or let's, Yuli? Let's, let, let's get let's give it on. Let's let's go go alphabetical so I can keep track of people. Oh, okay. You got a thing going on. Here. Yeah, I'm I got sorry. a thing going on. It's all, all right. right. <laughs> Eric, can I have two? Can uh, I do two? All right. Okay, so. Stranger Things. Oh, oh yeah. damn yeah. nice. oh. it! Son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> I hope that was Steve. Yeah, it was Steve. <laughs> <laughs> that was Yuli. He was just really upset. <laughs> Yo, Yuli's got the deep, sexy voice. There's no way that was Yuli. That's how upset he was. <laughs> he went high pitch uh, on us. Stra- oh. Stranger Things was great. Good call, dude. Um, and kudos to you. I pick, I posted a picture of my son uh, playing with com- some Christmas lights. Yeah. And uh, your uh-huh. comment yeah. about him trying to contact Will Byers was so great. <laughs> <laughs> don't um, stop the boy. He's trying to save him from the underverse. Um, I I don't want to spend a lot of time on Stranger Things because it was it was it really was a great show all around. Very yeah. nostalgic. Very very roots of of <laughs> my 80s and early 90s life, if you will. Uh, but the uh, the show that really had my attention this year was Mr. Robot. Oh yeah. Um which I think was USA. Yeah. Mr. 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 Robot was USA. Sure was. And it's about this like really socially inept hacker um who is this vigilante type hero. Um but there's a whole lot of subtext going on and Christian Slater is uh 
Christian Slater is, I think, a really fun actor uh, because of the characters that he plays. Um, and the character that he plays in uh, Mr. Robot is the leader of F Society, uh, the hacker group or whatever. It's just, it's just awesome. It's, I just love his character yeah. in the show. Um, it, it is an excellent show. And, and let me just give uh, credit where credit's due. The, the best interview with, uh, with the cast of... Uh, <laughs> Of, of of this show? No, no, I'm not. I'm not shouting out comics online. Oh, okay. You know, right. I'm turning it right around to Anna, Anna May, and and Dave from Geek World Radio. Uh, yeah. Really killed it with their interviews. So if you want the the best interviews with uh, with with uh, Rami and uh, and and with uh, Christian Slater, yeah, go to Geek World and and they will they will hook you up. Let me tell you. Yeah. I love comics online. <laughs> But Christian Slater's interview with us sucks so bad because it's like Christian Slater. What do you think about the show? It's great. Bye. Like it was like thirty seconds. He was such a dick about it. It was so terrible. Well, he, he was getting pulled pulled away yeah. by his handler. It wasn't yeah. him. He was he. I don't think he's a dick at all. Somebody somebody was like, "Hey, how about that internet? Isn't it scary?" He's like, "Yeah, it's scary shit. I don't even go on it. Mm, fuck off." Like. And he was like <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I am such a Christian Slater fan. Like, yeah. but but most of the stuff that I love of his is from. <laughs> Like way long ago, well, like Heather's and shit. Like Heather's, that. Oh, yeah. dude, Heather's yeah. was phenomenal. Yeah. Oh my god, teenage suicide. Don't do it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I was watching Broken Arrow the other day, man. dude. I oh. love Broken Arrow. It got terrible reviews. I love that movie. You're insane, ain't it cool? Yeah. <laughs> His character in the Star Trek movies. Come on. Oh, where he shows up to tell Sulu. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, sir. Movies. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. he in just the one? Well, or whatever. The movies, the movie series. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I'm just gonna assume he's just off uh, out of out of camera range in, in most of the movies. Well, I'm sure he was a Borg or something. Like yeah. he just threw him in there. You yeah. know, he wasn't doing anything else at that time. But uh, <laughs> anyway, so uh, so Eric, did you have a second one? It was Stranger Things. And oh, Mr. oh yeah, Robot. yeah. There we yeah, go, Mr. Robot. There we go. All right, and and so Mike. Wait, can can I can I have a second one? Okay, oh, fine. please do. Of yeah. course. Hey. Um, okay, so this one actually just uh, just aired not too long ago, but uh, People of Earth. It was such oh, a funny show on, like, on TV. I haven't seen that yet. Yes. That looks funny as shit. Oh my shit. god, it stars it stars Wyatt Cenac from The Daily Show and I I didn't know what to expect from it, but it was so funny and and just so irreverent and uh yeah, if if you guys didn't watch it, you totally should cuz it's it's just I watched, really really funny. I watched the first episode, so I should continue is what you said. Yeah, absolutely. Ah, oh, Steve. He was like, forget about it. I hate Wyatt's and He's back. He was, yeah, he was like, he was <laughs> like Eric, stole, Eric stole Stranger Things. Fuck this. I'm out. <laughs> okay. And, I, and as I was getting, like, you know, technologically Stranger- cut out, I, I fucking I heard USA and Rami, so I assume you just talked about Mr. Robot as well? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. Hey, look, dude, so my number one answer. You can still do both of those. If you, you can, want of both of them, can. they can still be yours. Yeah. I mean, they are. They are. Like, the number one stuff for me was the OJ stuff. Followed very closely by Stranger Things and Mr. Robot. I can't talk about Luke Cage because apparently that makes me racist all of a sudden. <laughs> so, I, I mean, uh, I guess at least Only with the Olympics. Like... I, I don't know if that counts. The that Olympics. was a lot of fun watching that because I like sports and culture. Um, can I can I throw no. can I throw yeah, one out real I mean, quick, Steve? Most of the stuff that's probably been talked about is is the reasons I like those shows as well. I feel like so I ac- an answered already. I feel like I accidentally became Steve's arch nemesis during this show. <laughs> he will curse your name <laughs> till the day he dies. Um, Steve, can I throw one that's that's very sentimental? Yeah. Um, we had a TV moment, Steve and I did. Um, for his bachelor party, I went up to Pittsburgh and we went like old school, like we were thirteen. 
and it was his birthday party. We went to a rec center and we play, played basketball, we played football, we ate big sandwiches, and then we watched a hockey game afterwards. And like, I it, it was so thirteen year old birthday party. You went out and f- found porn in the woods. Well, yeah, that too. Um, but it was so thirteen year old ber- uh, birthday that I actually stayed at his parents' house and slept there, and his mom made breakfast for us the next morning. <laughs> Aww. Um, oh my But Steve and I got to watch because we're we're such big sports fans. But we're not really big soccer fans. But just in general, if there's a good sporting event on TV, we will watch it. And there was this amazing story last year, well, this year, of the Premier League uh, in in football, you know, the English football, you know, American soccer. Oh, um, yeah, I, I saw it live. And <laughs> – thanks. Um, there was this amazing event where a, a like, 1,000-to-1 underdog, uh, Leicester City, their football club won the Premier League. And Steve and I, like, after his mom was like, you want, us, want me to make you breakfast? And we were like, thanks, Mrs. Monarch, you're the best. Um, we sat there and we watched Leicester City win the Premier League. Like, thousand to one odds, they won that shit. And me and him sat there and watched it. And it was just kind of cool that we got to share something cool like that. that that's never, ever going to happen ever again. Nice. So there Very you go, cool. Steve. That was for you. So, Steve, beyond all those, <laughs> what's, your, what's your top TV pick for, for this year? He's he's gone quiet. Oh, did we lose Steve again? Steve is Steve is dropped out. All oh. right, we'll, we'll get you back in a minute here when when yep. EK returns to the room. But in the meantime, Yuli. Ah, okay. Uh, TV. TV, sir. Okay. All right. Um, I got a couple of honorable mentions before I get to my uh, my my actual picks. <laughs> um, now, uh, the strain on FX. Um, I was I couldn't look away from this thing. It irritated me. Because it wasn't exactly like the uh, Guillermo del Toro books, but it was pretty cool anyway. Um, the Shannara Chronicles on MTV. Uh, again, you know, big fan of the Terry Brooks books. Um, they started kind of in the middle with this thing, but it was very entertaining. And another one that I just I couldn't look away from it. Um, another guilty pleasure of mine was on uh, USA show called the last ship and uh, that one too i just i just couldn't look away did they make I mean, it, it out was... of baltimore because I, I i i watched the first season and watched about the first two episodes of the second season but that's as far as i got where where are they at now um well uh they have cured the plague and they're trying to rebuild the country uh, amidst uh, great strife and trouble. And uh, Chandler is the chief of naval operations. Um, that other Baldwin brother is now in command of the destroyer. But of course, they keep having reasons for the lead guy to get back on the ship and do stuff. You know, you've had some some minor cast changes. Um, you know, some people have left, some new people have come on, but it's still it's still a very entertaining kind of thing. And, you know, where they take this thing, in fact, uh, in season two, because you might want to pick up on it again, they ended up having a submarine that was uh, a great um, villain for season two. And there were a number of people who, it turned out, were immune to the plague, and uh, they were, you know, acting as if they were God's chosen and... Uh, it was a very interesting turn of events. So, um, you know, worth hanging in there um, if you uh, if you kind of like schlocky, fun TV. All right, well, and, and um, this is this is Mike just wrote something on Comics Online about The Walking Dead about how uh, it, you know it just ends up being the uh, the latest uh, uh, the the latest big bad. And I'm and, and I told him, hey, look, you know, I would love for them to turn it into a political thing like yeah. you describe. And let's let's 
into a let's rebuild society now that after you know after all of this yeah. i would love for them to turn it into a, a thing where they're rebuilding society rather than going moving on to the next boss level yeah and that's you know, like i have an article that's gonna be coming out here real soon where i basically just say that like i liked the walking dead but as soon as negan came around i was like they're just rehashing the same stuff it's no, like it's, it's like kill it it's like i expected so much more from yeah negan. It I was expected like, so much more. It's it's just you it's, know, it's like the governor 2.0, and it's just I'm the, I'm I'm over this, and like just end the, it already. Give me some give me some finality here with us. The problem with that show is that it's not the comic book. Now I had it took me a while, but I finally had I, I was able to accept that the Walking Dead TV series is its own thing, and if you look at it independent from the comic, then you can you, you can like it fine and you can be entertained. But the comic is actually more like what you're describing, where the survivors are making a concerted effort to rebuild society. What I've seen, and I'm a few episodes behind on The Walking Dead, but from what I've seen in The Walking Dead TV series, I mean, the the saviors are so much, I mean, they're just mean, you know? I mean, in the comic book, yeah, the saviors were taking half your stuff, but you got to the, you know, they, they showed up and it's like, Hey, where's our stuff? And yeah, yeah, we've set aside a big pile. They put the stuff on a truck and they rolled out. I mean, they're like, we want to go in your house. We want to look around. We're going to decide what's half. Oh, and then we're going to take your stuff and we're going to get halfway down the road and we're going to burn it. We don't even want it. You know, I was like, what? they're just mean. You know, I mean, they're just they're setting it up. I mean, I don't even know if they're going to carry Negan the way that they did in the in the comics because I thought it was genius what they did with him in the comics and everybody is waiting for him to die in the TV series and I want to be like you know what he's a better character than that but I don't know if that's the way they're going in the TV show so but I yeah but it, it that's the problem it's not the comic it's his own thing and yeah. I don't know what I don't know what AMC is trying to do. I, I just don't get it. So, but, so your 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 final uh, your your actual top. Uh, yes, show. Uh, yes, I'm coming to that right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> got interrupted by a couple of folks. I got a little sideline there. Okay, that's how we're um, going tonight. All right, yeah, my uh, okay. Um, the the runner up for me was Daredevil on Netflix. Yeah, season two. I I thought this was really outstanding. I loved the introduction of the Punisher and Elektra, particularly this Elektra, because what we had seen of Elektra in the Daredevil movie was just ridiculous. Um, this character was much better cast. Um, I didn't like how, uh, I mean, Elektra was generally in the comic books a lot less, well, more humorless. Um, what they did here with kind of the flippant Elektra, uh, okay, I could live with it. Um, it was all very well done. I loved the hand, um, loved the interplay between Murdoch and Elektra. I thought that uh, this guy really, he nails Matt Murdoch. So Daredevil is my runner-up. But number one, and I hate to go there because it feels like pandering to me, but Game of Thrones, man, on HBO. <laughs> this show delivers so much, and now they've gone beyond the books. I can't sit up here and act all superior because I know what's happening. I don't. <laughs> They've got to this point, I mean, especially the last couple of episodes of this season where the Battle of the Bastards and, you know, I I, I, I just love this thing. I love it, you know. So It has Game been a great year in Game of Thrones, and I can't wait for it to come back. I only wish it were, you know, sooner. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I'm one of those assholes who's never watched a single episode. That's all right. We'll Read the you. books. Well, you Read used the, the word asshole, so I won't say anything else. Uh. Read the books. <laughs> They're also books. All yeah. right, we we, uh, we 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 skipped through, we skipped past movies this time through. So we'll catch movies. Saving right the best for last. Yeah. yeah, I think we should let Anna start with movies. I agree, Anna. <laughs> okay. Um, well, uh, technically, my favorite movie of the year was Deadpool, um, but since that was already talked about, I'm going to go with Tickled. Um, Tickled is a crazy crazy documentary uh it's it was about this this guy um who's a reporter but he usually just sort of does fluff pieces um and he sees this thing online about competitive endurance tickling and he's like this is something weird uh, i want to know more about this and so he emails uh he emails the place that that runs it trying to find out some more information and he gets back this horrible email saying things like we don't associate with gay people blah 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 we're gonna sue you blah 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 don't look into us blah 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 and he's like what the hell this is this is total bull and uh now i absolutely need to look into it and so he ends up going on this crazy journey to find out more about this competitive tickling thing and what the deal is and he under he uh, ends up under uncovering this crazy uh thing that's going all around the country people in like in Areas where, where kids, teenagers, young adults just need to make money and and this company like gets them to to be in these these videos that are essentially tickle fetish videos. Um, and and he's uh, I don't know, he just sort of like keeps on following everything and every turn that it makes is insane and you wouldn't believe wow. what's going on and and every time you think that that it's gotten as crazy as it's going to, it just gets crazier. So tickled. This, what the fuck? Like, I know. This, this reminds me of a movie, and maybe some of you guys have seen it, maybe you haven't. It's called Compliance. Oh, my God. Yes. Dude, the movie Wait, Compliance. Sorry, what? I Seriously, after Com- I watched. It's called Compliance. After I watched that oh. movie, I did not feel right for days. I know. It's so creepy. Okay, so the, the, the this is based on a true this story, is, this too. Is not yeah. from this is not from 2016. No, it's not. Yeah. No, it's it's an older movie, but um, the original event happened in 2004. And it's called the Strip Search Phone Call Scam. So, the Strip Search Phone Call Scam, this is from Wikipedia, is a series of incidents that extended over a period of about 10 years before an arrest was made in 2004. The incidents involved a man prank calling a restaurant or grocery store, claiming to be a police officer, and then convincing managers to conduct strip searches of female employees and to perform other acts uh, on behalf of the police. Bizarre acts. The calls were most often placed at fast food restaurants in small towns located in rural areas of the United States. Wow. I, I think I've, I've, I must have read about this. Yeah. The plot focuses on a prank caller who, posing as a police officer, convinces the manager of a fast food restaurant to carry out intrusive and unlawful procedures on an employee. And, like, you watch this, and you're just like, these people are just like, well, you're the police. Okay, cool. And they just do it, and you're like, what the, f-? like, it's, it, you, like Eric said, it's unsettling. And the movie came out in 2012, it's but, on, like. It's, it's unsettling on an epic level, though. Yeah. Like, it's. Like, to watch this movie and then, like, to see the, the text after the movie, like, they're doing the credits and they give you, like, an update on what actually happened, like, to these people. Like, the fact that it went as far as it did yeah. is disturbing on a level that it's like, do you have a child that is that is, is of workforce age? Sure. Okay. 
if you heard this story, if you if you'd seen this movie and and thought of yourself, wow, my child worked in a fast food joint and like this could have happened to anybody. Uh. And the level the level, the lengths that they go to in this story is But at is, least is Anna's tickling was consensual, right, Anna? <laughs> what? <laughs> I said, sorry, the, the sound keeps going out. Oh, sorry. At least, at least the tickling was consensual. Well, sort of, because the thing is that they, they convince them that it's this, uh, that it is this, like, sports kind of thing, but then they blackmail them into, like, doing more and not talking about it and not oh, saying anything bad about them, and so it's, creepy. it's only, and, and it, like I said, they go into these places where, where the people just, they desperately need the money, oh. and so it's only pseudo-consensual when it comes down to it. All right, that's, okay, so tickled for everybody out there keeping score. All um, right. So, okay. so EK, you got your you got your movie. Okay, yeah. your movie. I swear to God, if you say holes, dude, holes, <laughs> uh, featuring Shia LaBeouf. Um, yes, 2016, because I watch it every year. Uh, no, seriously, um, Zootopia, and I know that that sounds like a stretch. No, it was good. It was uh, good. Was that was that 2016? It was 2016. It was early, early 2016. Okay. Um, it was actually the third highest grossing movie. Of 2016, it's totally rewatchable. My being as though I have a young daughter, uh, yeah. you know, I've I've watched it a dozen times. Um, yeah. The thing about Zootopia that really, I, the reason that I watched it is because I had read this thing online about like the veiled racism that is embedded within the movie, and it's really a yeah. racial, it's really a racial piece. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and after watching it, I agree that like it is very much like about prejudice in yeah. general. Um, not when, she, not when she goes, she goes, what a cute bunny. She goes, that's our word. You can't use that word. Seriously. Like the, the, the way that these animals, uh, treat each other, predators versus prey. And it, like, it, it's kind of eye opening, and it's, it's explained in such a way that any mind can really comprehend it. Um, I think it's an important movie and the yeah. fact that it's the fact that it's portrayed for children, um, I think adults should watch it too because it really gives you a perspective that you wouldn't look at. Well, yeah. it's 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 insidious, you know. The 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 uh, the, the the racial implications are are insidious and and frankly, uh, you know, best described by uh, by Officer Bunny herself uh, in uh, her line where she says, "It's called a hustle, sweetheart." Right, it, and and it, it was so good. It was like the movie was really good yeah. and. And Officer Bunny has some excellent lines. Uh, that would be that would be Judy Hopps. Thank you very much. Um, Judy Hopps. Yeah. Um, and 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 the dynamic between her and the fox, like, yeah. is like, you know you you know you say we're equals, but I saw you reach for that that fox repellent spray, like yeah, like just man, it was just it was just really good. <laughs> I was really impressed with and and yep. and the reviews that I read online were like, oh, this is messed up. It's got these subtle racial, te- but nah. it's not messed up. It was a good it's story. actually it was really well good executed. and really well executed. Yeah. But it also uh, had a very like that old school um, film noir, like 1930s, 1940s, like cop. It was almost like LA confidential in a way. Yeah. Where, but with a Disney touch yeah, where she's like, she's gone and she's off the case. And then she has that moment where she was like, Oh shit, I just figured everything out. And like, well, she didn't say, Oh shit. Cause it was Disney. But like, <laughs> uh, but she like goes running back to the city to like figure it out. Cause she figures out the, the berries. Like yeah. it was, it, it was just an awesome movie. And like, as somebody who studied film in college and then like, is kind of a film buff in general. Like I loved the throws that they did to old school things. And like when and they did some throws to some horror movies too, where they do that subtle tilt of the camera to show mm-hmm, you that something mm-hmm. fucked up 
stuff's about to happen. Uh, like, yeah. I do want to point out, too, that well, although this is my absolute – of this year, 2016, yeah. that was really my favorite movie. Yeah. And uh, I do want to point out, though, that five out of the ten highest grossing movies this year were comic book movies. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, it uh, was a big year. Yeah, Suicide Squad, um, Captain America Civil War, uh, Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, uh, Doctor Strange, and Deadpool. <laughs> Yeah, five right. highest grossing, five of the ten highest grossing movies this yeah. year. Very nice. I'm saying Deadpool was the best of all of them. That's just yeah. yeah. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna come around and just and say uh, I I didn't say this last time, but uh, yeah. Deadpool. You know, I, I realize Stacy uh, uh, already said so, but De- Deadpool has been my my favorite favorite yep. overall of this year. Mm-hmm. I feel like Civil War won the battle of Civil War versus Batman versus Superman for sure. Oh, for sure. But Civil War's ending was so Dude. lame. Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> As um, uh, Lex Luthor, I thought was good, but he felt like more of a Joker character. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. He was too. He seemed quirky. to be a mashup. Yeah, he was too quirky. It was. It was, it was just, very. Yeah. I felt that. I felt it was just wrong. It just didn't feel. Yeah. It didn't feel like the right casting move. And Doctor Strange, I felt was cool, but it it was number missing. ten by the way, highest grossing. Wow, Doctor Strange was was missing something. I felt like it was maybe it's because I'm not a fan. But I feel like nobody's ever going to be like, Doctor Strange is my favorite comic book character. Some people and, are. Well, yeah, weirdos. <laughs> um, but like... Shout out was, to George Thrush. It was, it was okay. Um, I, I really... You know what I really appreciated? It wasn't my favorite movie of the year. Oh. But I really appreciated Star Trek Beyond. Yeah. Because it, it said to all of the Star Trek fans out there, hey, look, we know a lot of you didn't like Star Trek in the Darkness. Yeah. Here's a good Star Trek movie. Yeah. It wasn't the best Star Trek movie I've ever seen. But it was it was good. It was solid, and it said to me, "Hey, we got this shit going in the right direction." For real. And I was like, "All right, cool. Now, okay, I'm back on board. Uh, I'm not. I'm, there's not that fear of they're gonna fuck up the thing that I. One of the things I love the most. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Um, my favorite. Yes, sir. <sighs> yeah, I'm gonna be that guy. Uh, Star Wars, Rogue One. All right. Rogue One, and and I'm I'm speaking for Steve's too. Steve uh, had to bail out because he's having some massive technical issues. Okay. Um. But he gave me his, his his Rogue One as well. I was blown away by Rogue One for the same reasons that I was blown away by uh, Force Awakens. The nostalgia factor. That's what that's what won me over with Force Awakens. Yeah, it was derivative of the original Star Wars. Okay, cool. There were a lot of like little things that were thrown at you to like make you feel better. Hey, look, this is Star Wars because here, look at this thing. Yeah, that's what Force Awakens was. This even this if this wasn't a Star Wars movie. If they took about took away all the Star Wars stuff in it, this was a fucking awesome movie. Oh yeah. And Rogue One was just incredible. It was incredibly done. They did a lot of little things to show you, hey, this is Star Wars. Hey, we're going to throw some things at you. But like as a fanboy, and I'll readily admit I'm a Star Wars fanboy, the payoff for that movie cuz it was like great movie, great movie, great movie, great movie, great movie. Cool. They got the Death Star plans, they're running. What's Vader going to do and then Vader shows up? And that was like the oh shit moment where he just mops the floor yeah. with the route. That was the coolest. That was so cool. It was the coolest thing I've seen pretty much ever. And like, I just lost my mind. I was like, that's what I've been waiting to see. They now have the, technolo- uh, the technology to do that. Yeah. They now can show you Darth Vader's not just scary. He's a badass. He doesn't, doesn't have just an awesome voice. He can fuck people up. And he did that. And like, it paid off in every single way that it could possibly have done. And there was a lot of uh, hesitance with that, too, because they did massive reshoots at one point. 
So people were really, really scared that they had completely changed this movie and that it was not going to be good. But hats off to the whole team because they did a great job. And you couldn't even tell. If you didn't know that there were massive reshoots to change some of the factors of this movie, you would never have known. It was an excellent movie and yeah. certainly one of my one of my top for this year as well. Ulysses. We just we just talked about uh, the uh, Rogue One on, on your show a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, it was last week. Was it last week? Yeah, I, I got know. to talk two weeks like, ago about it. Well, yeah. actually, sorry, week before last week because before last. last week was recorded. Yeah, I know. I, I well, it feels like last week because that was the last live show that I did. So you know, but yes, we did just talk about Star Trek. Listen to me, Star Trek, Star Wars, Rogue One. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. And so your your top movie of 2016, sir. Um, well. I didn't really, I didn't really have a top movie. Uh, there were a lot of uh, movies that uh, I liked. Um, you know, such a wonderful year for these genre-based movies. Um, you know, starting uh, back with, uh, gee, because Star Wars: uh, The Force Awakens was still out in theaters at the beginning of the year. Yep. Um, it wasn't my favorite, but you know what the heck. Deadpool was very well received. Um, I'm no Deadpool fan. I've actually started trying to watch the movie. Haven't been able to get through it yet. Hey, but you know, a lot of people like Deadpool. I'm not hating on him. Uh, really liked Batman versus Superman. But felt that movie got a lot of unfair criticism. You were but the I one. liked it. <laughs> you were the one who liked that movie. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> like, liked you, like, uh, gonna Captain do America. <laughs> Civil War, also known as Avengers 3. I <laughs> 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 thought that was very entertaining movie. Um, although, heck, it also could have been Iron Man Civil War <laughs> as much as it was, yeah. you know, Captain Avengers 3. But what the heck, uh, that was very good. Suicide Squad, uh, you know, very well received. Um, I'm no fan, a huge fan of Star Trek, no fan of Abrams Trek, but I've heard Star Trek Beyond is very good. Um, I'll get around to seeing it. I will never see one of these Abrams films in the theater. Um, I, I have a copy. Doc- I'll let you borrow it the next time I come up for your show. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, Doc- yeah Doctor Strange also uh, I thought was really excellent. And Rogue One so far, you know? I mean, it's just – and it's hard for me to, um, to, to, to pick something out uh, from among all those. I mean, I would love to say Avengers 3 – oops, I mean Captain America Civil War <laughs> – but the ending was just so jacked up. It was, I mean, it was a good movie like three quarters of the way through. Yeah. And then it was like, well, you've totally messed this thing up his, now. So. His love letter at the end, dear Iron Man. But that's I know ha- we fought. That's what well, happens in the comics. But we're still best friends. Yeah. I love you. Yeah. And maybe well, one day we can forgive no, each other. I, Call me sometime. Actually, in the comics... Captain America is killed by a sniper. Well, <laughs> that's yeah. true. But but he does. But what there there the is heck? a love letter that that Iron Man opens later. Well, yes, as yeah. he's sitting next to Cap's uh, cold corpse. Yeah. You know, which was freaking. Re- I'm like Captain America shot by a sniper. Are you kidding me? You know, I mean, that was just that was ridiculous. Steve Rogers isn't dead. He's traveling through time. Like what uh, the fuck? Yes. <laughs> He is unstuck in time. You know, well, yeah. But no, yeah, but it's tough for me uh, to pin anything down amidst uh, all these genre based films. I mean, I don't know. I guess I'd sort of be with uh, Mike and say Rogue One. I mean, Rogue One really had a uh, tremendous impact on me, um, you know, here at the end. But 
it's the one I've seen most recently, so I'm yeah. reluctant to pick that. But all like, hey, great yeah. year yeah, for genre-based yeah. movies. Indeed. All right. What so, about what about you, Mr. Goswan? Uh, my my favorite. I, oh, I said I, I agreed with Stacy. Oh, I, Deadpool. I, I yeah. said I said Deadpool just because you know any movie I can tear it apart, right? You know, like I like I even do with with Rogue One and yep. and, and all these things. Any movie I can tear apart. But those movies that I can tear apart and then say, you know what, I, it's all forgiven because it really doesn't matter. You know, there were some stupid, crazy things in, in Deadpool, but you know what, it didn't matter because, you know what, it's, it's a comedy. I felt the same way about uh, Ant-Man. I felt, I felt the same way about Guardians of the Galaxy, and I'm really looking forward to the next one of that. Um, but uh, when it comes to Deadpool, you know, all is forgiven because, you know what, it's not supposed to be a serious film. It's a comedy, and I, I loved it start to finish. Yeah, seems yeah. like it was really true to who that character is, you know, which is yeah. the reason that I, I wasn't able to get into him. I mean, it was, you know, a break in the fourth wall all the time in the comic book. And, you know, I mean, that was it was it was absolutely my impression of what Deadpool is supposed to be. They nailed it with this movie. Yeah, absolutely nailed it. So I understand where you're going. Uh, I guess. All right. Well, if we're if we're talking about which one was most representative of the character. Um, I even though I didn't, I haven't seen all of it. I'd have to either say that comes down to Deadpool and Doctor Strange because I thought that uh, in terms of the characterization, and I'm a big, I'm a big stickler for how well did you translate what is in the original source material, and I thought those two films were outstanding in terms of how the producers translated what was in the original source material and brought that to the silver screen. Totally agreed. So let's move on uh, to our next subject. The, the video games? The video games. Yeah. So, so, anime. Yes. What do you got for video games uh, in 2016? So, uh, admittedly, I was definitely obsessed with Pokemon Go for a while. Um, and what level Uncharted are you? 4, <laughs> um, I don't know. I think I stopped around 30. Oh, gee, I yeah, stopped I, at 30. Holy crap. How, and now, this is a personal question, so feel free to tell me to fuck off. Uh, how much money did you spend on it? Zero. Oh, my God. I've spent way yeah. too much money on this fucking game. <laughs> holy shit. Yeah. No, I, I only I only buy games, but I don't actually spend money on games. Uh, Good for you. Good for you. Stick it to the man. That's right. Um, I, but, yes, that was fun. Uncharted 4 was good. But the game that, uh, that we were totally obsessed with, was Fallout 4. Yeah. Uh, we we could not stop playing that. The same way that Skyrim just took over our lives, um, uh, Fallout 4 was was everything that we were playing for a while. Uh, of course, it got to the point where we, we hated every decision that we had to make so much that we started avoiding all decisions and, um, you know, just, just sort of uh, running around and building houses. Um, and then... Uh, then Dave started just interior decorating for hours at a time, and so we haven't played in a little bit, um, and it's been all about uh, um, zombies mode and Call of Duty, but uh, we keep on being like, no, we're going to go back to Fallout and, and maybe make a decision, or maybe not. Uh, now, okay, so did you did you ever m- make a final decision on, on what which faction you're, you're going to uh, follow? No, we hate them all. We're we're Minutemen through and through. Apparently, um, we—I mean—at some point we might 
just decide to go with one of them, but they all suck so much and they all seem so corrupt and, and we hate them all. I broke my game. I can't, I, 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 I did something where I can't continue with the Minutemen where uh, I, at the end of the, the giant, um, what's it called? The, you're at the castle and there's the, there's the, the big boss, whatever it was, um, creature. And then you're supposed to set up the tower, but I, I deleted something, and you can't delete something and then re-add it um, with the, you setting up the, the electricity. And so I can never continue with the, the Minutemen unless I start over the, the whole damn game. So uh, I'm, I'm going with uh, the, the people who save the, the androids, not the, not the, the son who, who is in charge of the androids, but the other people, the, 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 the railroad. Right? That's what they're called? They're the railroad? We've lost Anna. Hello? Anybody there? Uh, technical difficulties. There's it, been a strange... audio, like, cutting out? Yeah, there's, 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 there's been a strange issue with Skype today. Uh, I'm not sure what's going on. When I first tried to sign yeah. on with Skype, uh, it said it wasn't available. Then it, uh, I had to do an update for Skype, and yep. even after I did the update, it said the service was down. Um, I'm, is... I'm apparently the only one having this issue because Kevin was able to join Skype, and so was Mike, with no problems. Um, but, but that's also because I had done an update recently. Yeah, and I and they forced me to update today. Yeah. So I'm not sure if there's a glitch with the update or not. Um, yeah. But there there have been some issues. Now I do want to say that we've had no issues with our broadcast at all. Luckily. Um, so well, now we haven't. I mean. <laughs> no, no. I mean, like we've had a solid connection yeah. the entire time. Yeah, which is good. Um, so so whatever issue whatever issue that we are having is exclusive to the Skype service. I think we might have to start using something else then. Yeah, guess, we'll, yeah. we'll we'll work we'll, we'll work out we're, something we're, else. We're going to keep fiddling with it. Okay. Well, but, let's let's but, keep moving forward with uh, yeah with, with with games. And being as though I started, I yeah. I, I was talking about my preferences. Yes, yeah. I've been playing more uh, Fallout Four than anything else. Now that didn't, game didn't come out this year, yeah. and nor did my my other uh, top uh, top game, which was uh, The Last of Us. I finally played, I, and The Last of Us Two was on its way. I'm so I excited. Think, I think it's acceptable to talk about games from yeah. prior years because there are updates to games and like Fallout 4 had DLC that came out this year which is a big, perfect mm-hmm. perfect big segue DLC. yeah and I haven't bought any of it yet that was but Steve's, I'm into it Steve's favorite game was Fallout or not Fallout I'm sorry Skyrim because they just did a re-release with all the new mods to it. Nice. So that's his, that was his favorite game. And so pa- yeah, you can patches yeah. too like patches that make the game more playable for sure um, especially when there's issues with the game like the, I think that's imp- that's important. That's I, important to uh, to the process. I've played way too much Pokemon Go and spent an embarrassing amount of money. <laughs> um, Dude, I'm with you, but I haven't spent an embarrassing amount. Of, I've probably spent about ten, fifteen bucks on it, but only when I run out of Pokeballs. Well, it's it's not balls that I get that I run out of. It's because <laughs> I got loads of balls. One <laughs> might say balls of steel. Nice. Um, but uh, no, wait, that's Mike. Yeah. Mike uh, Lunsford. <laughs> Balls of steel. See there, parenthetical <laughs> proof, my friend. It's yeah, right there. it does. But um, but it, it's when I run out of the uh, the incubators. I'm like, wait, I can't wait until my incubator is free. I gotta get a new incubator. And apparently, I've been baited. Never mind. How often? So, how often do you walk though? Like organically, do you, do you just like walk around? I, I, well, it's just when I'm driving really slow. What are okay, you talking see, about walking? Right, so walk, really walking, slow. that's for, see, I that's have for a, Oh, my God, you guys are so be- late. <laughs> because, because of Pokemon no, Go. I, I, I do walk. Because at, of Pokemon Go, I do a lot more walking around my neighborhood. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm actually th- very thankful for it, too, because, like, I'll put my son in the stroller. Yeah. And we'll just we'll walk. We'll do laps around I've the neighborhood got, till I've my eggs Jax, hatch. I've got Jax now 
set so that anytime he sees somebody walking around staring at their phone, uh-huh. he just points and yells, Pokemon, Pokemon, Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> so is that, and so, so EK, is that your, your top pick no. for this year? What's your top um, pick? Final Fantasy 15. Really? Uh, some people hate it. Some people hate it. I've heard it's really uh, sexist. I, I've heard that too. Yeah. And and there are there are definitely points in the game where it's, yes, yeah. there are there are <laughs> definitely like there's a character very early on. Her name I believe is Cindy. She's like the first female character that you meet, and she's like wearing a thong, and she's got her her, her bikini top is like busting out of her like overly small yellow leather jacket. Um, but but as far as like Final Fantasy gameplay, um, it's fun. It's, yeah. it's fun. Uh, the the act the real time battle is is different. Um, one of my favorite things about the Final Fantasy games, especially Final Fantasy VII, which is my all time favorite game ever made, um, is like as you get different weapons, it's visible. Like you see the different. That was my complaint about fifteen. Where's my fucking weapon? If I'm not swinging it, the sword disappears. I that pisses me off. Right. And the other thing is, I can't create a character that that looks the way I want them to look. Right. Um, but but that's also true to the Final Fantasy series. Like your your character is your character with a predefined story and background. But I thought there was. I thought in fourteen you could create make their face look the how there you wanted. There were some games, but in the majority of Final okay. Fantasy games, okay. your character is your character. Uh, for example, Cloud Strife from Final Fantasy VII. Um, in Final Fantasy VIII, there was um, I can't remember the character's name, but but your Squall Squall in Final Fantasy VIII. Uh, in Final Fantasy IX, it was the little monkey guy, uh, but. It's it's normal in the Final Fantasy games for your main character to be. It's already predefined. The only thing you can change is the name of the character. Okay. Um, but what I like about the game is you can customize your car, which I think is really cool. Um, I think that it's really cool that like you can customize your chocobos. <laughs> um, is there chocobo racing? There is chocobo racing, of course, and and racing, and what you can get rewards and stuff. One of uh one of my favorite uh things about Final Fantasy games in general is how you can power level your character. Um, you don't have to progress with the story. You can just start fighting bad guys and fighting bad guys and fighting bad guys and get way over leveled and then just breeze through. And they haven't taken that away from me. And that <laughs> that that is one of my favorite things of most RPG games. So you can it, just grind for yeah. a while and, oh, and then go it. through the story. I'm all about it. And I. I love grinding. That's like one of my favorite things. Cause <laughs> that's what all the ladies say about EK the DJ. He loves Man, grinding. Damn it. I totally walked right into that one. Oh, that was wonderful. Oh, um, God. Just, damn it. Damn it. Oh, I, was, I am isolating. I, was, I am isolating that and using it like, just I know. On, on a regular and I, basis. And I, and I deserve it. That will be your ringtone now when you call I'm, me. I'm totally I, grinding. I, I love grinding. I totally love grinding. That's, that's also oh, what yeah. all the ladies say, that they totally deserve it. Um, Hi-yo. Hi-yo. I, I, I am that kind of RPG player. Like, I will find yeah. a spot where I can fight enemies over and over and over again and power level my character. I did it with all the Pokemon games. I'll, fi- I'll just go and fight and fight and fight and just get my team to where I want them to be and then breeze through the game because I, I, I enjoy RPGs to the level that I want to go through the story. I want to go through the story. I don't want to die. I don't want to fail. I, I play video games because I want to feel successful at something, not because I want it to be like real life where I'm angry at people every day. Um, <laughs> Uh, um, and this is just part of working in the service industry. You, know? <laughs> uh, you, you just every day somebody complains about something that is totally uh, st- 
dude, dude, we're alive. We're breathing, and and we we don't have to live in a world where bombs are being dropped on our heads. And we're and pretty like, lucky. We, we can, can play video games. We can play video games, and we're allowed to make fun of our president. There are countries where you get killed for that shit. Um, I'm I'm I love the video game world, and it is my escape from reality. Yeah. So RPG games in general, I love that I can I can grind and grind and grind and uh, yes. level up like crazy and 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 just breeze through the story and enjoy the story uh, and i do like the i do like the story of final fantasy 15 and to to throw back to movies final fantasy 15 has a companion movie called kingsglaive um, which is uh, it's a little dry but uh, the graphics are absolutely incredible um, if you ever watched the spirits within or that final fantasy i watched crawl that that's a joke for for ulysses <laughs> well done uh, <laughs> Nothing. Um, Nothing. I watched Spirits Within. They might they might still be having the connection issues. Okay. Uh, I watched the Spirits Within, and I thought that that Final Fantasy movie was great. And uh, the Final Fantasy VII movie that they did a couple years ago was also Ad- really Advent good. Children, Advent yeah. Children. Um, and Kingsglaive kind of follows in that in that uh, path, where you know it's 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 a companion movie to a game. Um, and it's just it's just good. It's it's good. It it gives you the it's the prequel essentially to the game and. It's it's graphically it's in it's just insanely beautifully done. Nice. Well, all right. Uh, so next on our list of of people who haven't talked about video games, uh, uh, what you said, what Steve had said, uh, Yuli. What do we got? Uh, I'm gonna yield my time. I don't game. Fair enough. I'm in the same boat. I, I just I. I used to be a big gamer, and I got to a point where... You took an arrow to the knee. Yeah. Ha. Um, <laughs> I, I, was, I, was a, I was really into gaming, and occasionally I'll, I'll play a game. Like, the only thing that I could say is like I got to introduce Jax to the stand-up arcade this year. Because oh, nice. they had a stand-up Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game at Disney World. And I was like... I just like grabbed him by his by his shirt, and I was like, "Come on!" He's like, "Where are we going?" And I was like, "Grab some quarters, dude! Come on!" And then we we went and we played, and I taught him how to play. And I was like, "It doesn't matter. Just just run around and, and beat people up." And he was like, "This is so cool!" Like he was. So that's like my only gaming like highlight of the year. That's but, a like, beautiful story. You just reminded me of Indeed. my la- you just reminded me of my college laundromat. Uh, <laughs> I used to play I used, I used to play Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles four Turtles yeah. in Time. Yeah. Over and over, oh, and God. they actually at the college at the laundromat in the college yeah. that I went to, that they had the like the quarter slot was broken, yeah. so like you could open the door up and then just hit the trigger and get <laughs> yeah. a million lives. That's cool. And uh, they did that on purpose. I found yeah. out later on, like it, yeah, it's why kids use our laundromat is because the video game is free. That's kind of cool. That's beautiful. So I did, there'd be um, like four of us around this console, this this stand up console. There'd be like four of us at any given time, and people would jump in and jump out as they were doing their laundry. I did get to have a really cool badass moment though. We went to uh, we went to I went with my cousin to go see Rogue One, right? Yeah. And they had one of those. Um, Remember the Star Wars trilogy video game that they had? Yeah, it's a little bit old now, but it's like it—you you could sit down or stand up, but it was like the arcade style. You had to stick, oh yeah, and yeah, like yeah. you went through all this trilogy games. Yeah, so there was this—I was watching this kid play. I was just enjoying watching him try to try to take out the Imperial Walkers on Hoff, and he couldn't do it. And he was getting mad. And he slammed his hand down, and he's like, "This sucks. I hate this game." And he walks away, and he's like, "I'm gonna try one more time." And I was like, "If you need help, man, let me know." And he was like, "What?" And I was like, "I'm awesome at this game." And he's like, "Can you take out the walker?" I walk over there. I haven't played this game in ten years. <laughs> like five shots, knocked the walker out, took it out, took it out with the with a tow cable, and I just like walked away like a pimp. I was just like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> 
And he was just like, he was like, that was awesome, man. I like high-fived him. I was like, may the force be with you, dude. And I just like walked away. I was like, that was so cool. That's the sweetest story ever. Uh-oh, what's, what's, okay. Buzzing. I'm, I'm hearing buzzing. Oh, that's a, Mike slammed something when he, uh, you, you're still coming through clear. You're okay, just headphones I got, went out. I got very excited and our headphones went out for a second. Sorry. All right. Okay. There was a cord that got disconnected on your um, end. Okay. Microphones did, are still working fine. I did ask all of our <laughs> Facebook friends yeah. what their favorite game was. Okay. And the overall consensus winner for 2016 was Overwatch. Oh, solid game. Overwatch got I've, number I've, one. I've had sure. my, you know, I, I, I feel really good and yet really bad toward uh, toward uh, Blizzard yeah. for, for various weird personal reasons. <laughs> oh, dude. Um, but, but Overwatch, fucking great game. Um, I, you know, I, I really wanted to get Overwatch, but yeah. maybe maybe I can talk to you about it off air. Yeah. Um, I have questions that have uh, that have had me on the border. It's of... very approachable. Okay. It's very approachable. I feel that's, like that's, I waited too long. That's the quickest long. thing. No, and that's the thing. You can jump in later and, and suck at gaming and still enjoy yourself and not have a bunch of little assholes uh, being little assholes. So it's you. not like it's not like Dota or, or one of the other kind right. of like online competitive because that's an online pure game, right? Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I, I, I was, I tried to get into Dota, I, and I, I was too late getting yeah. into it. And oh, League, yeah, League yeah. of Legends was another one. Yeah, yeah. I got into it too late, and then I would just get into these groups where people were just screaming at me because I was wasn't playing right. Right. Well, and then yeah. the, the most important thing is obviously never get into a group chat because fuck those people. No kidding, <laughs> man. They were so mean to me. Like I had never felt. Like, look, it was oh, worse than like the bully movies that you see on TV on Lifetime. It was. Yeah. They were really <laughs> mean to me. I know, and I'm not into <laughs> it. I am not. I'm not having that. And shit. Nothing is worse than Lifetime. Let's like, be honest. Like, <laughs> my, like my favorite movie for for 2015 was was The Last of Us, right? And I, you know, and but then I played the after I finished it, I'm like, oh, you can play in a multiplayer. That'll be fun. No, it wasn't fun. People were assholes. Yeah, people, people were just cruel. People are just in yeah. general really mean for I, no reason. I learned reason. that lesson a long time ago. I used to be really, really good at Madden, Madden yeah. NFL football, right? Yeah, yeah. Like so much so that like I would win like tournaments before Xbox Live became a thing, and then I started playing on Xbox Live, and I would be beating people, and then they would say some horrible things, calling my mother all sorts of horrible things, calling me all sorts of horrible things, and then they would quit. So it would make it look like, like I had like I had like no wins, but all the people that I had played had like quit, and it was just bullshit. And I was like, well, forget. I'm never playing online again. This is yeah, this yeah, is but, crap. But and apparently, I, it's the same. It I hasn't feel changed. Like I, I feel like with that game, the, the I think its its greatest uh, its greatest bonus is the fact that a, a casual gamer can can jump into it and have an, a very enjoyable time. Um, as well as a, a very competitive gamer can do so likewise. My well, biggest concern was that is you know the league play and things like that. Like you get into a game yeah, late, well, like too far too far after it's been released, and like there are people that are way way crazy leveled and like. Well, that's that's the thing. You 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 know when your level starts when the game starts. Okay, so like everyone starts at zero when they Every, start playing ev the game. Everyone starts. Well, let's um. Anyway, but that yeah, it, it's a it's a solid game and and totally were, worthwhile. There were some other honorable mentions too. Watch Dogs so. Two got uh, a lot of votes. So did Mafia Three, and then they did a reboot of Doom, uh, and oh, Doom I got some played that. got some got some high marks as well. But also, we got to give a shout out to the Nintendo uh, Retro Console that they released. Yeah, because it has Dude, how, games how already built into were, it. How many people were lined up around the block for that thing, and yeah. it sold out so quickly. Yeah, I mean, like the, it just shows that that the old systems still have life, and I think that's really kind of cool. 
So, so really, the, the best game of 2016 is whatever the hell that John St. John was in, because yeah. I can't remember <laughs> oh, what. Come what, on. <laughs> Duke Nukem? Are you serious? No, no, no. But, he, but he, he, he had did that, that one th- where he was doing the voice, and he was the bad guy. He, he was, was the bad like, guy. Was, oh, like, you're talking about the new one he yeah. was in. The new one. Gotcha. The 2016 yeah. game. He, he did a voice, in. and it was like, I'll get you. Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty badass. Um, anyway. Uh, so that's that. That's video games. Um, did, and we are we, we did cover everything else except for events, Mike. Event, events is all we got left. Okay. But I think it would be cool. Yeah. If we end, after we did events, we ended on, and it can be anything: TV, movie, uh-huh. video game, comic, event. What are you looking forward to the most in 2017? Ooh, and and that'll be a teaser because we're gonna do we're gonna do a show like that coming coming up within the next month or so. Okay. There you go. See, it's like I know our plan or something. Yeah. So, okay, uh, so hey, so hey, Anna. Yes. What's your favorite event from 2016? I mean, I know, I, I know you and Dave, you know, had this event together, and I don't know if that was your favorite or anything. Yeah, I, I mean, in theory, I probably should say my wedding, um, but uh, but I'm gonna say now, I'm gonna go with E3. <laughs> um, Her, your, your favorite uh, wasn't having sex in Georgia. Like uh, like nomad, uh, like nomad. No, okay. I I I fantasize about that. Um, <laughs> Every, the time. Everybody does. We all do. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, especially just you know, out there in the apocalyptic wasteland of Georgia. Um, <laughs> just, but, uh, just fucking in, in the wasteland. But yeah. No. E three was definitely my favorite event of the year um, because this is the first time that companies finally understood how to use uh, 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 what's called VR. Um, and and I finally felt like I was really experiencing things the way they should be in in VR. They uh, like playing like shootout games where where I'd like go diving behind a chair that didn't exist. And and uh, you know my friend was playing one where he was like climbing up a mountain and he's like I, I clearly did nothing but I still felt the accomplishment of summoning Mount Everest. You know so. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I think I had the best time at uh, at E3, um, and yeah, also my wedding. Wow! All right. Well, congratulations! Congratulations, Anna and Dave. I mean, about your wedding, not about E3. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, congratulations and going to E3. Congratulations about both. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was a, it was a fun Geek World wedding. So Yuli, what was your your best one of uh, your best event of of 2016? Um. Well. Okay, uh, this actually isn't hard. I didn't do a lot of events in 2016, uh, kind of scaled back, um, had uh, just a bunch of stuff that had happened uh, personally and um, wasn't able to do as, uh, as many events as I would have liked to. But uh, AwesomeCon uh, in Washington, D.C., uh, it's a wonderful show put on by a uh, very dear friend of mine, Ben Penrod, and um, we have uh, I, part of the reason that I like that is Fantastic Forum has uh, favored status. We've actually been uh, taping the show on location at the last several awesome cons. And uh, it is my plan uh, coming up for this year uh, to actually do the radio show live from the convention in addition to everything. But uh, I got some pretty good panels uh, this past year. Um, so, uh, you know, in, in particular, uh, there was the Star Wars panel with uh, Dave Prowse, uh, which was uh, really wonderful. Um, also got to do the uh, panel for, um, uh, oh, crap. I uh, can't think of the um, the guy who played Hellboy. Um, you know, uh, Ron Perlman. 
Uh, wait, sorry, you, you faded out on me there. What, what's the guy's name again? Ron Perlman. Perlman, yes! Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it was really hilarious, and uh, we had a good time. And uh, then just actually being able to uh, hang around back there in the green room where, uh, you know, other uh, star, you know, people who you might not have been dealing with came through, and, and that was really cool. So, um, yeah, but uh, so Awesome Con was a really great show, uh, as always, and uh, we appreciate uh, having the level of access that we have, uh, thanks to Ben, and um, so that was my number one show. Nice. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean... So, so Mike, can I assume that, that Awesome Con was your favorite as well? Favorite event. Favorite event. Um, yes and no. Okay. It was my favorite event, but the whole totality of 2016, and, I, and I'll explain why. Awesome Con was one piece in 2016, that was awesome, you know, haha. That's why it's called that. Um, but like, it was cool because I got to network with people like Yuli. Um, we got to go there as a podcast, which was cool. Yeah. Um, but just meeting other people, we met um, Philip. Um, yeah. And I, why can't I remember his last name? Um, Jean, uh, Philip Seaman, wasn't it? Philip uh, Jean Pierre. Is that his last name? Yeah, Jean Pierre. Thank oh, you. Yeah. artist. I got to meet him. I got to meet, yeah. um, we got to meet um, Tim and Kate. From um, Heroic uh, Aleworks. Heroic Aleworks, which we're going to yeah. be there, what, is it next week or week January, after? January 7th, yeah. January 7th. Um, we got to meet just all of these great people, and it's just, this is now, uh, I'm starting to branch out and meet people. I met EK the DJ in 2016. Yeah. We linked up with FXBG Pirate Radio. That's when GGR and uh, Comics Online came together. I'm, I'm, we met... I'm getting to talk to Anna for the first time. I got to talk to Nomad. Um, I got to talk to fucking Ray Stevenson, the Punisher. Like yeah. I got to talk to um, uh, what's her name? Um, the the singer girl that does the David Duchovny song. Why can't I remember her name now? Uh, Bree Sharp. Bree Sharp. Um, I got to talk to those two kids yeah. uh, from the movie. The, the kid that played the Peter, the Dick Peter Pan in the Geico commercial. I got yep. to talk to him. Um, just getting to talk to all these people. I got to talk to the voice of Wonder Woman. I got to talk to Susan Eisenberg, and she is cool as shit. Yeah. Like, we ended up, like, we did the interview, and then we ended up talking for, like, 15 minutes afterwards. Like, she's just, like, the coolest, nicest person. And I'm getting to meet all these awesome people in the industry. I get to fucking talk to John St. John. I got him to say Mike Lunsford Balls of Steel. Like, <laughs> that, is, that, that is a win. That's a personal win yeah, right there. Like, that was really cool. This yeah. went from 2015 was, was, like, the year where we really started podcasting as GGR, 2016 was the year where it was like, hey, Mike, you got to see this cool thing. It's like when Obi-Wan tells Luke, he's like, he's like, now you've entered a much bigger world. It's like that. I'm like, <laughs> I got the force and shit. Like, it's awesome. <laughs> so it's, this whole year has just been awesome in general because yeah, like, I'm just, I'm getting to see everything. I'm getting to do more stuff. I'm getting to meet awesome people. I mean, we're, we're going to be doing the comics online stuff, but like, FXBG Pirate Radio, Eric and I want to make this a uh, public access radio station for for Fredericksburg, Virginia. Like we've we've got all these great things that we have planned, and like it's all starting in 2016, and it's just totally awesome. 2017. 2017. Well, but it, it all began it, in 2016. The, it, it, this is Rogue One. Okay, we're stealing oh, the got, plans now, now. I got you. and we're gonna blow that motherfucker up in 17. <laughs> okay, I'm with Th you. There you I'm go. I'm with you. The okay, motherfucker yep. is getting blown up. Yes. All right. So, uh, what was what was Steve's biggest uh, event? Um, he didn't give me a biggest event, but I can tell you what it was. He got married in 2016. Ah, well, there you go. And uh, that was, I mean, his wife is awesome, Mandy. Uh, so if, if you guys are listening, uh, congratulations to you guys again. Um, okay. Um, 
I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna be this guy. Yes, I have a I have a son. Yeah, you're a dad now. I'm a dad yeah. now. Um, and your kid's awesome too, by the way. My my son is uh, he's 10 months old. He was born on February 29th, 2016. He is a leap baby. That's um, pretty awesome. Yeah. I ha- I have uh, had the amazing opportunity of being a single father. Um, a lot of guys. A lot of parents in general that do the single parent thing um, will focus on the negative aspects of it, but I get to spend so much time with my son. I get to spend so much time with him. I get to see him develop, and I get to see him uh, learn how to clap his hands and learn how to pull himself <laughs> up to a standing position. And Dude, and, and when we were playing Rage Against the Machine, and he was in his walker, and he was like and jumping dances, up and down. He dances yeah. to the same music that I love. That's awesome. Um, yeah. And and you know you, you say his name, hey Luca, and he'll go what? And, uh, <laughs> and now and meanwhile he doesn't pr- fully pronounce the word what, but he goes what? And uh, he, you know he gets it. It's he, a work in progress. He gets it. Uh. Um, and I couldn't be I couldn't be prouder to be a father. And and as cliche as it sounds, you know they say that you know the first time you hold your child, you know, it's really when you you change inside. You feel you feel different inside and I truly do I truly feel like a different person than I ever have been in my entire life because now I have a son that is beautiful I like it man yeah Ooh. yeah I as a as a parent myself I I, I totally agree and uh, you know I'm I'm very lucky to uh, to be the father of two uh, wonderful kids myself um, anyway uh, my 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 top event of of 2016 um, you know, yes, oh, you know, obviously I got a new home and all of that stuff. But, you know, when you talk about geek pop culture events, um, I, you know, yeah, we, you know, we got to, we got to go and, and podcast live from Awesome Con. And I really do love Awesome Con, but we had so many mistakes and we, and it, we, and it was, it, so many things went wrong for us this year. Yeah. And I, you know, and I'm not, I'm not placing blame or anything like that, but there, there was a lot of mess ups. That, uh, that that messed up our time there this year. And honestly, every year without fail, San Diego Comic-Con is is my favorite thing. It's it's my it's it's my Halloween, Thanksgiving and Christmas all all rolled into one and this year was wonderful. I enjoyed um spending time uh with my with uh my staff there and and getting to see Anna and Dave again and uh and you know going and and getting to uh you know, just reestablish uh, relationships and 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 meet new people, um, and just just had a wonderful, wonderful time. Um, you know, and this year uh, Sarah got to come with me. I didn't I didn't have either of my kids with me this year, um, and usually it's those years that are that stand out to me. But uh, you know, hopefully next year, if I'm lucky, I'll have both of them. Um, but uh, that's that's if you want to say uh, that's what I'm looking forward to. Sorry, that's 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 a uh, that's that, that that's a uh, uh, you know John St. John and and Matt Cernacker song. Oh, it is. Yeah, it is. Um, is is Comic Con 2017? That's that's what I'm looking forward to. I what I'm looking forward to in 2017 is wow, damn. Um. You made this up, Mike. I figured I you was it was for a reason. I I thought I had it figured out, but there's too much stuff. That's the thing. I I, I mean, like I'm looking forward because I'm. A, um, let me give you a little bit of each. Um, as far as movies go, um, fucking Star Star Wars uh, Episode Eight. Like I'm so psyched about that. Um, 
but that's not until the end of the year. But still, I'm, I'm super excited that there's going to be another Star Wars movie that we're going to be continuing to see more come out. Um, I'm excited about continuing to work on the podcast. I'm excited about what EK and I are going to be doing because we've got all these different projects that we want to work on too. Um, I'm excited for more Marvel. Oh my God, Iron Fist looks bad as shit. No like, kidding. That looks, I'm so excited about that. Stranger Things 2, Daredevil Season 3. Um, there, there's just Guardians so, of the Galaxy Volume 2. That looks awesome too. Like That looks incredible, and I, I can't wait to see that. Um there's just there's so much stuff. Yuli and, and Anna, what do you what, what do you two have for for 2017? Guardians of the Galaxy two. Yeah, that's that is a, I loved the first one. It just uh, it was it was one of the first movies in a long time that I insisted on seeing in the theater uh, a second time, like pretty much immediately after I'd seen it the first time. So good. Um, and I am so looking forward to the next one. Yuli, Wonder Woman followed closely by uh, Justice League, yeah. but particularly Wonder Woman. I've yeah. been waiting for a Wonder Woman feature film for about 30 years, man, and it's, can... it's absolutely shameful that uh, Warner Brothers has not put that movie out uh, up until now, you I mean... know? I mean, that, that, you know, Wonder Woman being the character that she is in a world where Batman and Superman have both gotten multiple films uh, both animated and uh, live-action features, TV series. You can't even count the number of TV series Superman has had. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so I'm looking for it, just a little love for Wonder Woman here. Can't wait for that yeah, movie. I got to co-sign on that for sure. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm super psyched about that too. Okay, you got you got something you're looking forward to in 2017? Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to a raise. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I, I, I don't say that facetiously. I, uh, we, have, we have had a slow uh, fall season this year uh, at my restaurant. Um, but as, as business picks up into the summer, uh, I will be eligible for a raise. Oh, I, yeah. I'm excited about that. Uh, I am looking forward to using my dental insurance that, <laughs> that I recently got. Uh, as well as my health insurance that I'm going to get my got. teeth so clean. <laughs> so clean. Uh, it, see, it seems like the silliest things to be excited about. No, but, I get it, but, man. Uh, but to be able to finally financially take care of myself, uh, it's taken me a long time to get to this point. I, uh, I, I left college in 2000, uh, I believe it was 2006. So it's been 10 years since I've been able to get a salaried position with benefits where I'd actually be able to to be an adult and 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 as in my in my eyes a successful adult where you know my my bills are paid I own my house I own my car I have uh, benefits that allow me to take care of myself and my son I'm I'm feeling satisfied with how my life has turned out Indeed. Congratulations cheers, cheers on adulting cheers to that. Cheers <laughs> Yes. Hey, all right. So uh, before we leave, I, I, I got a I, for our um, uh, for the top five that, that I, I got from Matt Zernacker, the yeah. uh, the managing editor for Comics Online. He gave us I'm going to just run through this DC's Rebirth. All of it. So freaking good. Shout outs to Titan Superman, All Star Batman, Green Lanterns, Wonder Woman and Hal Jordan and the GL Corps. Uh, number two announcement that Invincible will wrap up with a 12 part final arc. You know, and that rolls off of what uh, Ulysses was saying with Invincible. Uh, number three, Civil War the movie, also Rogue One. Um, 
And then he says DC TV in general, particularly John Wesley's ship as Jay Garrick on yeah. Flash. Yeah, the invasion awesome. crossover event as a whole, which is important to to we we didn't really get into that. And Supergirl coming to the CW with a phenomenal cameo by Superman. Yeah. He, he also wants to leave us uh, with uh, with a few of his uh, opposite ends. The worst of 2016. Batman v Superman. Jesse Eisenberg has failed this city. <laughs> Too much death. Uh, R.I.P. Carrie Fisher. Civil War Two comic unreadable and stupid. And Marvel Comics in general getting worse by the week. Unreadable and stupid. Suicide Squad. Waller was the target, and and Enchantress sucked. Uh, Zack Snyder. He really shouldn't be allowed to make any more movies after Batman v Superman. That was Matt Cernacker's, uh fun- and and it's hard to disagree with really anything that he said. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> and uh, hey, for for all of us, uh, all of us at Comics Online. Um, hey, thank you, uh, thank you for sticking with us in 2016. We've got a lot coming up in 2017. Just next week, fingers crossed. At least very soon, if not next week, uh, we're we're going to be having a uh, an exclusive interview uh, with author. Um, can we can we already say that? Can we already yeah, say, uh, with? Uh, 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 what, why am I not remembering his name? Why? What is my problem tonight? Oh my god! I've run out of of. Uh, I just lost his name too. Beverages. Um, Doesn't matter. Why can't I remember? It's his a name? it's a secret. <laughs> it is. It's a secret <laughs> now. Pretending like it's not, but it's totally a secret. It's a totally a secret. We wish we could remember what his name is. Um, uh, what is wrong with me? Oh yeah yeah yeah. Okay, we'll tell you. It's Brad Meltzer. Uh, he's going to be on the show. Uh, I, if I had known that's who you, I knew all along. If I had known that's who you guys were referring to, I could have told you that. Oh, I, <laughs> you know it's late. It's, we're on the East Coast. We're a bunch of you, you, know, you. know who's the nicest person around? Brad Meltzer. I'm not even joking. He's the one. If you meet him, you're like, oh my god, how do you? How I, I recently posted on Facebook. How do I get to be as nice as him? Because I want to be that nice. I want to be as awesome as that guy. Mike, Mike, if you had for, said the guy that I told you, you about last week, EK, out that you forgot his name while promoting. He will. Inter- that's the thing. He'll laugh. He'll be like, ah, whatever. He'll never he, know because guy. I'll cut it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, let's also tease this. Yeah. Um, Susan Eisenberg. She's coming back. The voice of Wonder Woman will be back with us again uh, in 2017. Uh, hopefully, we can get John St. John. Hopefully, Ulysses Campbell will join us as well. Oh, we we've got we've got a ton of people that are that are just lined up to, to be yeah. on our show. And Anna, I mean, I'd love to have you back, especially after you like horrified me with that tickle story. Yeah. Hey, you, you have to watch it. Yeah, I will, and I will bludgeon my eyes out after seeing it, so thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'd love to be back. <laughs> yeah, we would love to have you. So, special thanks to Ulysses Campbell. Ulysses Campbell can be heard and seen on FantasticForum.tv, plus you can hear his uh, radio version of his show, um, which is on WERA 96.7 uh, in ra- on the radio in Arlington, Virginia, or you can check it out on WERA.FM. Also, we had Zach Dune Murderous McKay. And uh, Dune, if you are unfamiliar, can be heard on his podcast Dune Reads Goosebumps, which you can find on iTunes or any other uh, podcast aggregator. And also you can find him on uh, YouTube on the show How's That Thing. Check it out. It's actually quite funny. All the way from England, we had Stacy Taylor. And Stacy can be heard on her podcast, Stacy's Pop Culture Parlor. So definitely check that out on iTunes or wherever you find all of your podcasts. 
and Anime Levine is is half of uh, of, of a combo out in Los Angeles. And that combo can be heard on Geek World Radio, which is also a podcast to so check out uh, Anna's Anime's uh, awesome podcast that she does. But that's uh, I think that's everybody, Kevin. I think we hit everybody that helped us out, other than Ek the DJ, who. Um, that's FXBG Pirate Radio. It's FXBGPR.com. He's got all sorts of great shows uh, that he works on. He's got his own recording studio here. He's a fantastically gracious host for letting us record here all the time. So big thanks to EK the DJ. Definitely. And, and of course, thanks to Nomad again. And once again, Nomad is the guy who, who wrote our theme song for Comics Online those those many years ago. So we want to thank him for that. He doesn't have any specific shows to promote, let's, let's but go we got to give him the, his props. Yeah, Nomad is currently having sex in Tbilisi, so you can check that out. <laughs> I'm sure he'll tell if us about it the next time. If you end up in Georgia... If you're ever in Georgia, look him up. It's where the white people came from, as he mentioned. So... <laughs> But that was a great show, man. That was that was a good wrap up of uh, of 2016. So thank you all who who listened and enjoyed. But thank you all for being a fan of Comics Online uh, in the year 2016. Stick with us in 2017. We got all sorts of great stuff coming up. But I can't do this. This isn't my thing. And this is I'm just the co-host. I gotta let Kevin close this out. So for all of the above and my co-host Mike Lunsford, oh, and for everything at Geek Pop Culture, I'm Kevin Goswan, and this is Comics Online. Bitches. <laughs> is this, I got new music now. You ready? You got for new the music. All right, here comes yeah. a disclaimer, folks. Oh yeah. Going back to the old stuff, man. Wait for it. Giant boobs. <laughs> Disclaimer. The opinions expressed in this Giant podcast boobs. may not represent those of Comics Online, any participants, or any employers, past, present, or future. If you would have thought otherwise without hearing this disclaimer, maybe you're not ready for this whole internet Giant thing. Boobs. Much less that horrific story about that movie Tickle that Anna told us about. Or maybe you're instead one of our smart and sexy fans who appreciates foul language. Uh, Steve losing all of his picks because we chose them before he did. Biting sarcasm and everything geek pop culture. If you have comments or questions for the Comics Online podcasters, post on our Facebook page, tweet us on Twitter, or email us at podcast at comicsonline.com. All original material in this podcast, copyright Comics Online 2016. Goodbye, 2016. You son of a bitch.